is an exciting episode because it sort of begins the second chapter of this campaign. Um, we've completed basically uh, one arc uh, in the fact that Kinsey, Pax, and Roland were prisoners on a prisoner on a prison transport heading towards the factory town of Alanistead. Uh, Kinsey wanted for uh, crimes involving. Um, uh, the rustling of livestock and maybe being related to a couple murders. Uh, <laughs> uh, Roland uh, being wanted for uh, grifting uh, uh, the Alana said University for a significant amount of money. And, Allegedly. <laughs> and Pax uh, was wanted for um, being uh, basically not just escaping her indentured uh, contract. Um, but also for, uh, just, like, like, destroying a ton of indentured contracts, losing, uh, the company's, uh, the company a lot of money. Um, they were in the same, um, transport as a man by the name of, uh, Rufus Nash, who was the leader of the Dead Man's Gang. Uh, the Dead Man's Gang broke Rufus out of this, uh, prison transport and so ensued a very long adventure with these three characters basically swept up into the uh, illicit dealings of the dead man's gang against their will and they decided to try and dismantle the dead man's gang so they didn't have to look over their shoulders for the rest of their life uh during that process they managed to kill off many members of the dead man's gang including rufus nash himself only to find out that rufus nash was not maybe not exactly Rufus Nash. Um, as he died, he his uh, he revealed himself to be illuminated uh, in his final out, his final moments, and he uh, uh, basically his eyes flashed, and then he seemed to not recognize any of them right before he died. Um, and Roland, uh, a very astute, educated um, man, uh, was able to discern that Rufus Nash may or may not be an Everlight. Uh, which is um, an extremely powerful illuminated person who has the ability to transfer their life essence into an object um, and possess different bodies from said object. Um, so it Rufus, probably won't come up. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's, <laughs> don't even worry about it. Just forget I said anything. Um, and then... <laughs> Um, uh, and, but, uh, by their count, um, all members of the Dead Man's Gang have been killed, uh, with the singular exception of Sierra Phillips, um, who, um, they don't exactly know what befell her. Last they saw, she was on the run from the, uh, family, um, the Alanistead Territory family, um, but, uh, they don't, they don't actually know what happened to her. Um, however... In, uh, throughout this journey, they befriended a, uh, a marshal by the name of Leonard Yen, who um, let them escape, basically. He, uh, he agreed to say that they died in the altercation with the, gun the ex-gunslinger known as Rosa Valantes, um, and they made a break for the Badlands. Uh, to get away from the garden and the Alanistead territory and start a new, fresh... Um, uh, uh, in the Badlands. So they headed northeast, um, basically headed uh, east for a little bit and then hit that river that you guys had taken that uh, riverboat down on, the Merryweather. And then you follow that river up kind of northeast towards, uh, towards the mountains. Um, uh, you basically get to, I believe, the Copper Claw Mountains is what it is called. I just realized I didn't have my map up, which was important for this whole spiel. Um, 
uh, yeah, the uh, uh, Copper Claw Highlands. Um, and there's a p part in where the highlands basically the basically start to go down and you start getting closer to the cloud break mountain range and in that kind of area there's a little bit of lower mountainous terrain that's easier to pass through um, and that is the path that this group chose to go through um, so we're actually going to do a little bit of a time jump here um, because the journey to the badlands uh, for these three in particular um, is relatively easy especially with Kinsey kind of leading the way uh, the weather is mercifully kind and the three of you are able to avoid any fearsome critters along the way or at least give them a, a wide enough berth as Kinsey's able to be like oh this is this is like axe handle territory so we should do this to avoid running into them um but most importantly the three of you uh managed to not run afoul of any bandits or lawmen in the uh, few towns that you drift through on your way out of the garden um as you're passing through these towns, uh, tapping into uh, the LRC towers along the way, uh, you actually eventually see that your bounties um, are all marked as null and void by the Alanistead Sheriff's Office um, mm. as uh, as you are presumed dead. Um, actually, not even presumed dead. Confirmed by a, a, a marshal of the Sheriff's Office to be dead. Um uh, but yeah, so it's going to take the three of you about, I mean, you're in Cho's truck, which is a pretty decent truck, um, but uh, even still, it's going to take you roughly two weeks uh, to, to make your way into the Badlands proper. Um, you managed to get to the to the mountains uh, pretty quickly, uh, but then the journey through the mountains is uh, basically takes twice as long as it normally would, or even possibly, you know, three times as long. Um so, but luckily, during that time, the journey is very easy, and you have plenty of time to work on various crafting projects and, you know, get to chat with each other. Now, we, um, for the purposes of the stream, right before we went live, we kind of dealt with all of the crafting projects that um, Kinsey and Roland wanted to work on during, uh, during that um, two-week stint of travel. Uh, so, uh, we'll, we'll let them so slowly reveal the things they managed to craft during that time. Um, but, uh, I want to start this session off with a good old-fashioned shoot the shit. Uh, so, each one of you picks another player to shoot the shit with on your journey, uh, either while you're on the road or set up in camp, or even maybe when you're passing through a town, uh, the three of you have had a chance to either get to know each other a little better or um, bond over something or end up having some reason to be mad at each other. Uh, <laughs> I will, in fact, give all of you a plus two to this roll because the three of you did just come off of a very harrowing, like, bonding-esque experience, right? You kind of, you've, you broke through, and, and part of the reason you were able to d get away from the Dead Man's Gang was because the three of you stuck together. So, everyone's gonna get a plus two to this. Um, we'll see if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Kinsey certainly needs some help, so. Um, so, who is picking who? Kinsey will pick Roland. All right, Kinsey's got Roland. I feel like I'm mechanically very good friends with both of you already. <laughs> Still find Drew in that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll pick Pax, I guess. Okay. Uh, I will complete the circle. All right, so Kinsey picks Roland, Roland picks Pax, Pax picks Kinsey. 
Also, I know we do that almost every time that we do shoot the ship, but for those of you at home, uh, you don't have to have, like, a fully complete circle. If everyone wants to get to know, like, Kinsey, everyone can roll against Kinsey. Uh, all right, who would like to go first? Um, I'm gonna... I would like to defer to Kinsey. So I would like to give him the option to go first. <laughs> you, you could if you like. Did you remember to re-roll, Kinsey? You get a free re-roll. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't help. So, well, I did what I could. <laughs> Kinsey, what did you get? <laughs> I got no hits. No hits. All right, so with zero successes, uh, Kinsey, um, you and Roland are going to have bad blood. Uh, the, the, something is going to happen along the way that is going to make the two of you either resentful of each other or mistrustful of each other or or one of you uh, angry with the other, maybe justly or unjustly. Um, what do you think it is that, uh, that got in between you two along the way? Um, I, I think I know what it is. Um, I think you've been working on Pax's bow mm -hmm. and you're almost finished. And it just needs a little bit more materials to become an excellent bow. Uh, and I'm I'm sort of in the middle of my project, and I go for for those machinery cubes that I was going to use. <laughs> they are they're not there. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yes. <laughs> So this whole journey, uh, uh, Pax has been mostly behind the wheel, and Kinsey and Roland have been uh, like sitting in the back of the, the like the bed of the truck, like alternating in the back in the bed of the truck, like crafting things. Um, Roland is is breaking down parts of that cargo drone um, uh, that you guys got from the family. Um, uh, he's like removing the the missile launcher and starting to like take it apart, and then like Kinsey is like working on the that bow that he started working on a while back, as well as some other things. He's he's uh, working on like those uh, you know he was working on some uh, some grenades of some kind, um, and basically they they've been doing that like nonstop, not a whole lot of of chatter between the two of them, at least at, at the beginning for the, like the first few days, um, as they just start really working on these projects, uh, and then yeah, there's a point uh, maybe you're set up camp in between towns. Uh, you've pulled over for the night because uh, you don't want to travel too far or fast at night. So you have a little camp off the side of the road. The truck is there. Uh, and Roland, you go back to the bed of the truck to look for your supplies that you had laying back there. You just can't find them. Um, huh. Did, um, I could have I sworn I had some, some machinery cubes back here. I was was working on a on a thing did Pax did you did you no you didn't Kinsey did you <laughs> um, are you talking about our cube <laughs> no I'm I'm very much not talking about our cubes <laughs> oh look a tree <laughs> Pax goes wandering off <laughs> no but well, I, th I thought we were pooling our resources, you know. But... 
I mean, putting them all together. I, mean, I, mean, I guess I would, I would follow up. Some some things we all I'd, I would follow up that with, why would you think that? <laughs> not a thing we've done before, nor have we discussed. No, but do you know? We're a team. What's yours is mine. Well, I that's, mean, I get yeah, hunting specifically not true. The... <laughs> no, my things are not yours. <laughs> well, I don't know. They're, they're already in the... Yes, so I've, I've, I've already used. Um, well, let's see. Do you need some technology cubes or? Uh, no, you know what? They're already mine, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the, what, what the huge problem is. I mean, we've been been through so much. I, I figured, you know, we could help each other. Yeah, Kinsey. And when people who respect each other, you know, do that, they typically ask. Oh, I just thought the respect was a given. You know, I respect you. I assume you respect Yes, Therefore, I do. Which is why I haven't taken any of your things without asking. I suppose that is one better than Pax so far. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not even going to touch that. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, look, a different tree. When <laughs> everybody came so interested with trees. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Roland, you picked Pax? I did pick Pax. Okay, so you've wandered off into the shallow part of this uh, this wooded area. The campfire's yeah, I mean, still within line of sight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Pax is there just kind of like like collecting like moving around as if she's collecting like f- firewood but she's just grabbing like twigs and stuff. You know, um, is Addie frozen? It does look like Addie is frozen. Addie, are you there? She just shouted from the other room saying her computer restarted. So she, she's involved she's involved in both of the other scenes. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, we can all mark XP. A piece of gear was repaired or modified. <laughs> this is true. Oh no! Oh no! Oh the stream is the stream is so bad now. <laughs> I mean, I think. I mean, obviously, we'd like Addy to be here, but I feel yeah. But now we're now now we're bisected by our overlay. I'm gonna go like, hey, hi, hi, everybody at home. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Uh, If you want to avoid technical difficulties like this in the future, like and subscribe. (laughs) As the stream gets bigger and better, we can avoid. there we oh go. Okay, goodness. sweet. She's she's getting back in. At least the overlay is back and correct. <laughs> I also like when you put Tommy's face right in the middle of Kinsey's like name and title. It looks like he's a mutant trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here's a here's a nice reminder for everyone watching at home. Uh, at the end of uh, this, as we finish up this session, we will move into uh, into a little Q and A like we always do. So keep in mind as you're watching, if you come up with any questions or anything like that, you can pop them in the chat and we'll answer them at the end of the session. Uh, it can be questions about the system, about the players, really anything. And I see Addie seems to be back and stable again. <laughs> Hi. Okay. So 
Pax, you're wandering around in the uh, in a uh, few feet into this forest. Roland joins you. Okay. And uh, how many successes? A tree and wandered off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, like a different tree. But I'm afraid of the forest, so I actually went to the same tree. <laughs> uh, Roland, how many successes did you roll on your shoot the shit? Hey, Pax, what do you want to be best friends about? I got six hits. Whatever you want, man. <laughs> All right, the two of you bond. <laughs> what, you, what happens? How do you two bond? What, what sure. is it that ties the two of you together, that strengthens your friendship? <laughs> so bruise mutual respect <laughs> <laughs> so you aren't a fan of when people take your stuff um i mean i prefer they they ask first i would have you know i would have given him the cubes if he'd asked mm -hmm. i can okay I can sense where this conversation goes. <laughs> so where does, the... it, where does it go? <laughs> I can see the meaningful look and the leading tone. Yes. <laughs> so, as a person who has come to love Kinsey despite his mouth and actions and general demeanor and no compunction at all about killing people. Taking stuff is like so low on the totem pole roll. Sure, but like I had it all laid out in the way that I was going to use it. No, he sh I mean he should have asked but also I'm pretty sure that he like I think you're his first friend. I don't think he has, like, a society, you know? And so, like... Nobody ever taught him you couldn't just take stuff, right? Because, like, he he was in the military, right? In the militia. And that's all, like... If you have access to it, you take it. Because you're all a company. Brothers. Military. Rah. Hoorah. Whatever. That mate, macho stuff <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's exactly it I mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> you've nailed it verbatim <laughs> so you know you should take it as a compliment that he thinks you're his brother but like not like you don't have the same parents. But no, no, like, no. You're, I, you're, you don't you're have the... to explain yeah. the metaphor. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I, I taught literature, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you get right. it. Yeah, you get it. You're right. No, I actually, I didn't know where this conversation was going. I thought it was going to be tree time stealing is wrong and how I should feel bad about the actions that led me here. But I'm glad we didn't cover that topic because I don't and I refuse to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Well, I, I, the, the one thing I really can't lecture people on is like 
re- reacting to people taking their stuff. Because <laughs> that's like my thing. You know, t- taking taking stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's a good point. Um. Cool. Yeah. No. So. I've come to terms. I've come to terms with Kinsey being smart but rural dumb. <laughs> and you should too. Because he means well unless he shoots you in the face. But he's gonna let you know, you know, if it's he likes you or he shoots you. Really, there's no medium. <laughs> so you should Don't probably like... make up at some point. I suppose I'll cut him some slack. But also, don't be all like high, how holier than him about <laughs> it. You know. No, I, I, I get it. I can. I know I have this demeanor of like class and sophistication and education, but I can talk to a person as if they are a person regardless of where they came from. It's sort of my whole thing. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is when you forgive him, you should mean it. Because he'll believe you either way. All right. So if it takes you a little while, I get it. But don't let it take too long. Because I don't want him to sit in the front the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) So on the next leg of the journey, uh, (laughs) Roland is in the back of the truck and Kinsey and Pax are in the front of the truck together. Um, Pax, you chose Kinsey. How many successes did you roll? Three. Oh, so Kinsey and Pax are gonna bond over something. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you're you're getting close to the mountains. You can actually see them on the horizon, uh, closing in. Um, the gateway to your collective freedom. Uh, but still a little ways off. Maybe you know you still have a, a decent, like maybe almost like a week left in travel before you actually get through the mountains. Um, but. Uh, in general, uh, things have been going really well so far. Uh, how do the two of you bond? Uh, you know, <clears throat> have we ever had actually had a conversation about where we're from? This is, I suppose, out of the moment, but about like uh, like your circumstances or why you were in Denmark. No. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, cool. So yeah, I, I think I'd, I'd like to ask Paxina. Uh, I'm aware in the past you've been involved uh, in dentured servitude. I, I don't want to get into the details of that. I know that can be a bit of a touchy subject. But uh, how how did you get into this situation? If I may. Um, sure, sure. Uh, 
I inherited my mom's debt because she ran away and had her whole life and then died before they could find her. And then they found her, but too late. Right. And so they at, her, found, at, her, at her funeral. <laughs> so um, uh, instead of uh, sending my dad, uh, I went because it's, you know, um, closest family relation or whatever. Bloodline and all that. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily so bad. You know, um, I mean, it's not, it's not great. <laughs> um, but it, it's not like a, it's not so bad. As, sure. as, especially, but at the same time, like, I was, am pretty angry <laughs> about it. And, um, Absolutely. yeah. And, um, so I kind of, um, thought it was super unfair and part of the whole like thing is that you have like a contract and if the contract can't be produced um it doesn't exist and so i broke in to where they were keeping the contract and i set it on fire uh only mine wasn't there so then I ran away. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And like other stuff. But like basically I ran away. And that's, you know, also super not good. And also the like spur amount of value that I burned um, was a lot. Right. And, Which is but all those people went free. Wrong. All of those people went free. That's impressive. Um, I did. I didn't. So then I ran, I ran away, and then I got caught, and that's <clears> when <throat> we met. Well, we met after I escaped again. Right. But like same general. Same general time. time uh, I was there. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and 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 uh, before I was indentured, I just was like a regular teenager. Hmm. You know, I just. Graduated. Um, from... But all, all, all of this started with your. Yeah. Right. I mean. Ba- I mean, I could. It's not basically... the same thing, but I suppose I could relate. Yeah. Ba- uh, ba- did I have... No. I mean, I knew that you, like, were a poacher or whatever. Right. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Poacher, I mean, well, Jack Lowe-Prussler, uh, you, you can apply a title to me, but uh, uh, it all started for me uh, when I was uh, abandoned by my mother. Well, my parents, I suppose, who didn't want to be parents. Uh, and so on, uh, I, can, I can understand uh, a general feeling of discomfort with a parent relationship. Uh, and did I ever tell you my 
was a warlord uh, on the on the high on the high roads. Well, warlord. I mean, I don't know exactly what a ta- road warrior kind of. Uh... <laughs> she... no, no, it's not really come up. <laughs> yes, well, I was I was raised. It's on a homestead where I was, uh, where I was kind of abandoned. So my, 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 my biological parents—I don't know if they're still out there. Actually, I, I believe, I'm, as far as I know, my mother was killed in a, in a power struggle. But their uh, father could be anywhere in, in any general sort of position. So you know, it, it's it's difficult. Parents kind of suck. <laughs> and it's hard to deal with, especially even later growing up with the idea that. Somebody who is supposed to be there for you, to care for you, who was Yeah, I kind of, like, liked my parents, but, um, you know, they're, they're both dead now, so. Oh, really? Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. well, I'm so I wouldn't, I didn't run away until after my dad died, because then it would have just passed on to him. Sure. him. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I would have liked my parents. I mean, they sound, they sound like, like I mean, fun. They first, sound I just never got the chance. Interesting. <laughs> interesting, for sure. No, most, most of what I know about them is from the stories. But... Sure. We're not going to, like, run into, like, like a weird sister or lord person, right? You don't have, like, a weird beef with your Not, not that I know. Okay. So, probably not. Although, if if they were anywhere, they'd probably be somewhere in the Badlands. So, if I had to guess, neat. Come up. <laughs> no, not at all. Forget he said anything. <laughs> um, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um. I'm I'm sorry as well, but good on you for uh, for burning those contracts. What a move! Very impressive. <laughs> well, um, you know, I wish, like, I un- I understand why the system is the way it is, but it kind of also isn't really super duper fair. <laughs> Yeah, I certainly wouldn't call it just, but you know how it is trying to fix a system, and that's why yeah. I, uh, I don't most systems. Yeah. I despise bureaucracy, man. Yeah, I just don't really get it. Like, there's, like, right. a lot, and it's there's... Like, it's weird. Well, like, I mean, I, I, like, just don't. It's like, there's, like, a lot of words. If I was ever in, a, like, a government situation i just let roland do it <laughs> that's, a, that's mostly what i do to uh, the man that stand yeah oh hey are you gonna like um like uh say you're sorry sorry oh. <laughs> well the whole like cubes thing it was a misunderstanding. You know, yeah. You, you... Well, you know, 
that you can apologize if you didn't if you didn't mean to do the thing that hurt the other people's feeling right <laughs> we learned that <laughs> <laughs> yes yes you know Roland was the one who told me to apologize to you so I suppose the principles would be sort of the same yeah basically basically like intention matters right but also just saying I'm sorry can can like gloss over a bunch of stuff you know because we're all like our own little cool club or whatever. Is that what we're calling ourselves? The cool club? No, no. I just, you know, it felt really like ham-fisted and cheesy after we were talking about family to call ourselves a family. So mm. instead I said club. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, you know, I, I certainly want to embarrass you by saying you were like a sister to me. You know what I mean? I did, so that be so. Gross. Yeah, no, yeah, it's like, yeah, no, no. nobody yeah, wants. It's, oh, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> I could apologize. You're right. I, I'll, I'll find an opportunity. I cool. Thank I bet you, you he'd appreciate it. Yeah, no, whatever. I mean, yeah, it's just we're like a the, on the same team yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah I, I i like i like it uh, uh. <laughs> i i can't i can't are you are you trying to high five while i'm driving I, oh sorry sorry you're right you're right <laughs> maybe later we'll make up a Parent. handshake or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Kinsey, I'm curious, in the next, like, week and a half going through the mountains, do you find an opportunity to say you're sorry to Roland, or do you just kind of keep putting it off? Uh, yeah, no, I, I think I, I think he finds the worst possible moment to apologize, <laughs> but he does. What's the worst possible moment? Uh, probably while he's brewing the stink tonic for the gas. Okay, so, Kinsey, you're you're brewing a, 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 a tonic... Um, that uh, for these gas grenades um, from the the glands of uh, the skunk ape, right? And they've fermented uh, quite a bit by this point, so you know, very effective for what they're doing. But the the process of making the tonic is not necessarily pleasant. Yeah. So you guys have set up camp in the mountains, uh, and Roland, uh, you just like you like the smell is there. It smells like like skunk ape. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Roland, I could, I could use some assistance if you've got. <laughs> do I, do I have to come closer? To I've help? got a, I've got a kerchief if you'd like to, you know, hold it to you. That one, yeah. that one's in the stink zone. Well, I don't, I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> yeah, what do you, what do you need? <laughs> Uh, every step you take closer to get to Kinsey, the smell, like, upgrades by a degree. And, like, by the time you're standing next to Kinsey, it's like, you can taste it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get the 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 texture of this tonic 
uh, right so that it will uh, atomize properly within the within the grade. Is there is there something I do to, to get less gloopy? I say as I as I bring a scoop heat. out and drop Add it more back heat. The it's just heat. I promise you, it's just heat. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. a good point. Could you could you grab me some more fire? Sure. <laughs> I would further away from the stink. Only a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go and I, I grab some fire and like here. No, all right. Uh, I'll firewood slowly and uh, methodically as though I'm thinking about my I work very carefully as Roland has taught me to do. <laughs> you know. Uh, I've thought a lot about um, our situation, um, and I, I think there's something I'd like to say, if you're prepared to talk to me. Kinsey, spit it out. <laughs> The heat starts I'm making sorry. The, the fumes worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about the cubes. Kinsey, I'm almost positive you did not do this on purpose. True. But this was a brilliant scheme for your apology. <laughs> It puts so much pressure on me to just say I forgive you and walk away from the stink. <laughs> the smell! Oh, I suppose by now I must be used to it. <laughs> like, this is... If I didn't know you better, I would have assumed you had done a whole grift on me. <laughs> or do you think I'm not capable of a grift? Do you want an honest answer? No, I honestly don't want it on. <laughs> I forgive you. I'm going far away now. <laughs> and that night, Kinsey Thanks. sleeps alone. <laughs> 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 the, the real camp is like a whole 20 feet that way. <laughs> all right. Um, all of you can have a grit for excellent role play. <laughs> I can take grit since I spent all of my grit to live. <laughs> uh, so, um, after traveling for roughly two weeks, uh, you do break through the mountainous terrain and find yourself looking at the Badlands proper. Uh, the familiar rolling green hills broken up by thick vegetation from the garden uh, has been replaced by long stretches of red-orange flat terrain scattered with small brambly shrubs. Uh, to the north and south, you see the mountainous terrain continue on the horizon. And then to the east, you see land stretch out far beyond your sight. Um, and so as you drive further eastward, you kick up a healthy plume of dust behind you. Um, and... Uh, you know, not really knowing exactly where you're heading specifically. Um, it's not actually too long uh, before Kinsey is the first to notice uh, dark clouds to the northeast. 
Looks like there might be a storm brewing. Uh, I um, probably want to build a shelter. Um, I, I don't know. Head in a different direction. Could um, we outrun I mean... the storm? Uh, you could roll survival to try and, like, get the lay of the land and, and determine um, uh, kind of exactly how fast that storm is moving in your direction. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can have a plus two to the or whatever your bonus is for um, na- uh, experienced traveler. Yes. Um, because in general, this will be kind of just like a knowing where you can and can't go for shelter in this area. Right. That's a that's a plus two. Okay. Yes. Yes, that's three hits. Okay. Um, so it does take you like another hour as you're watching the storm to kind of gauge its speed. Um, but you're, you're certain it's going to come your way fast enough, uh, that it's going to hit before nightfall. Um, also you can tell from this distance that it is, it is a big one. It's like, it stretches a really long distance. Um, it's moving very fast. So it's obviously got heavy winds. It's super dark. You can tell as it gets a little closer. It's like there's a really heavy rainfall, perhaps even hail. And you can see like lightning shooting down. uh, uh, So it's an electrical storm. Um, So you're pretty sure this is not the kind of storm that you would want to risk traveling through. And even setting up shelter in this kind of flat terrain could be dangerous. Um, And you know there's like really no mountains anywhere nearby. There is a town not too far from where you are um but unfortunately it's uh uh too far it's too far for you to get there before you would be driving through the storm it's the town of soldina um but uh uh around this time as you're kind of starting to get this and realize like you're in kind of a, a bad spot here that like maybe your best bet would be to like find a lower patch of ground um, and try to set up camp and uh, maybe like leave the truck a little distance away uh, so that if lightning strikes, hopefully it hits the truck and not you guys. Um, As you're kind of like kind of doing the math in your head, you do also notice um, to the uh, southeast, um, you see a small patch of green uh, cutting through the uh, red-orange landscape of the Badlands. Um, and you actually are able to identify from this distance small, modest rows of crops nearby what looks like uh, some kind of homestead. Mm. Um, and you're pretty sure you guys could get there before the storm gets to you. All right. I'll uh, relay the information to my team as well. We we could head for the town of Soldina, but we run the risk of being caught in the storm. But uh, not not too far away. I see there might be uh, something of a homes. Perhaps uh, people there would be willing to give us shelter, uh, so that we aren't we aren't caught in the uh, in the hail of the anything. So, what do you think? I don't know. I've never been in the Badlands. It's like it's like Badlands hospitality a thing, and not like an ironic thing that means a gun. <laughs> mm, well, they are called Badlands, and uh, generally the people who tend to settle here aren't the, the, the nicest of I suppose it is in the name. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's better than 
trying to set up a tent which will immediately blow away or being struck by lightning in the middle of the night. So if Pax would allow it, maybe I could just kill them and use their cabin. You know, that's not the first choice, obviously. If we have <laughs> Kenzie, under no circumstances am I going to let you just kill No, but Randy. what if they tried to kill us first? Well, wait until they try to kill us first. Yeah, hold on. What if they're cannibals and they lure us in and try and kill an eater? Is Kinsey allowed to shoot them in that scenario? Like the instant I see a person-sized pot, I'm going to be on the alert. Sorry, uh, this is not helpful. We should drive there and be polite. <laughs> cannibals? It's been known to happen. Who, who knows that? I've read a lot of books. <laughs> I've uh, met one or two weirdos, you know. This, you know, this, the Badlands have eyes. The Badlands have eyes too. <laughs> I'm sorry, are these books or... Yeah, no, listen, they're not great books. But they're, <laughs> listen, within the city of Alonestead, there is a small but flourishing market... The poorly written horror novellas largely centered around the strange folk of the Badlands. They're frequently painted as cannibals. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have left you teach me to read. <laughs> well, you don't... You don't have to read them. They're not compulsory. Well, well I don't want to be left out of the, the story. So, hold on. Are you saying you're afraid you'll them on accident? Exactly! <laughs> if I come across a book, I'm going to want to know what kind of book. I've already turned and am. Yeah, no, obviously you're heading towards the homestead. <laughs> That's happening, but, <laughs> but I wasn't going to interrupt that magic. <laughs> yeah, as you get closer to the homestead, uh, it begins to take shape. Um, the central actual home, um, is kind of built in the shape of like two thirds of a hexagonal, hexagonal, um, cone with a kind of a flattened top. Um, mm -hmm. its sides taper upward to what looks like a relatively small second floor on an otherwise wide one story building. Um, its, uh, rooftop is very silvery and reflective. Um, and attached on the left corner of the building is a, is a short silo. Um, apart from the central home, there is a small shack and a modestly sized barn uh, that rests up against a, a line of fencing that runs around a few acres of land where you're able to actually see maybe about half a dozen hodags. Uh, roaming around. And I actually can't remember if during this campaign we've explained hodags before, but hodags are basically large, extremely uh, furry uh, beasts of burden that uh, populate manifest. And I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the people watching a little teaser of some some art. It will take a second for this camera to focus. There it is. Uh, it's just the end of there it. he is. Yeah. Oh, isn't he cute? Look at his little bottom dust. I can tell that one's a joker. <laughs> um so uh, uh but uh so the the badlands hodags uh they um kind of have like a more brownish color to their fur 
um, and you can kind of see them roaming around these stout hills that this uh, um, that this uh, fencing runs around about a few acres. Um, and as you get uh, closer to um, the actual home, uh, kind of pulling in uh, around, um, you see the door to the barn open up, and a man exits. Um, he's holding a uh, a large uh, firearm. Uh, casually, he wears torn overalls and has a dirty white tunic underneath. Um, his white hat may have at one time had a firm brim, um, but at this point, one side kind of droops la- more lazily than the other one. Um, and you put him about in his 40s or 50s, but his face betrays a life of hard work in the sun. Uh, it's very wrinkled and cracked. Uh, as you kind of pull up, he gives you like a lazy wave with his free hand and then uh, kind of points to a spot uh, as if to tell you where to pull up your truck. Uh, but his other hand is just kind of trailing with like a large like shotgun. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'll go where you know he directs us. Uh, on the short ride here from when we spotted it and you know decided to go here, um, I make myself look rugged and as if I belong in the Badlands. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and have you roll a, a blend. Um, I'm going to put you at a minus two because you are in, like, the cab of the truck. And you're, like, you guys are watching as Roland is, like, changing his clothes around and, like, <laughs> like rubbing some stuff on his face. <laughs> you really wanted to look genuine, I could knock out a tooth, would you? <laughs> Give me a minus two. Think it matters. That's four hits. Nice. Shh. Uh, and then in the short time it takes to get there, uh, Roland looks completely different. He no longer looks like a, a clean-cut city man. Um, uh, he is wearing uh, what his, he's like augmented his clothing, like fl- uh, uh, taken like certain straps off and like changed. He, like he's taken the sleeves off, right? And like <laughs> and uh, uh, he's like kind of dirtied himself up a little bit to make it look like. I mean, you guys haven't like had you know access to facilities in a long time so it's not like roland has showered in a really long time but he has been keeping clean and all of a sudden he looks a little bit more like kinsey uh, <laughs> uh uh you know he looks a little bit more like he maybe like goes out into the wilderness from time to time um and uh you pull up and stop the car um and uh as you do um he doesn't level the rifle at you or anything, uh, but his tone kind of uh, uh, makes it clear his intent to shoot you if you try anything funny. As he shouts out, Alright, welcome. One at a time and don't try uh, reaching for nothing. Kinsey will go first with his uh, hands on either side of his. Howdy. Uh, how do, my friend? Uh, sorry, we just... Well, obviously you spotted the storm off in the distance, and we were wondering if perhaps you'd be willing to give us some sort of shelter. I don't suppose we'd mind too much just staying in the barn. We'd be out. How many of you are there? Was that three? Uh, just the three of us, yes. All right, come on out, you two. Yeah, I, I get out of the truck. Name's yeah. Munson. I uh, as well. 
But, well, I'm, I'm Ken Charlotte. Uh, this is my friend Bennigan and, uh, and my friend uh, Patricia. Yeah, I'll I'll offer a hand out. Uh, uh, <laughs> as you start walking up, I go, nah, how long, buddy? What was it, uh, Ben? Wait, wait, what? Uh, sorry, what name did you say was mine? I'm sorry, Benigan. Benigan, got it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> ben was it? Uh, yeah, Benigan Dupont. Happy to meet you. All right. Let me straighten the eyes there, Ben. Just the three of you. No one trailing behind, waiting for you to sit up here all nice and comfy. Well, we certainly have not. <laughs> he, like, shoots Kinsey a glance and looks back to you. Nah. Not a soul. All right. Well, you're smart. Coming up here, he says, like, kind of resting the gun on his shoulder. That, uh, that storm. And fry that little tin cane you're driving around, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. We got room in the barn. And, uh, I suppose we could whip up three more plates for dinner, if you're wanting to stay. Be downright rude of me to send you to your death out there. Well, you know, we do appreciate the politeness. Yep. Well, I'm all done up in the barn. That thing's gonna be here in about an hour. Go ahead, follow me in the main house. He walks up to the barn and, like, shuts the door and, like, latches it shut. Uh, and then, like, he lets out, like, a really long whistle. Like, two fingers together, it, like, goes up and then drops back down sharply. And, uh, like, you see, like, the hodags, like, their ears, like, kind of twitch a little bit. And then they start very like slowly there's a long delay but like eventually one starts like slowly making its way towards the barn <laughs> then he goes come on in we'll see if uh uh if you uh well go ahead and park up real nice and close there to the shed might be able to uh, protect your vehicle a little bit annie get the lightning rod up we got a storm coming he says, uh, like, kind of shouting into the house. And you hear, yeah, Pop. And uh, I presume you park the car where he recommends and then follow him in home, into his home? I do. Yep, I do. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's it's uh, kind of the interior is kind of almost horseshoe shaped. Um, it is all one story. Um, there's little side rooms that seem pretty shallow, like that angled ceiling kind of makes them come down to a weird, like, knee-high point. Um, uh, and then there's, like, kind of this, like, central, uh, hallway that kind of gives open into, like, a little kitchen area with, um, uh, with, like, kind of a lowered little platform for, like, maybe a sitting room with, like, a larger table. Um, and then, uh, there is, like, a winding staircase that leads up to, like, a second floor. Um, uh, and, uh, he walks in, he goes, hang your hats and coats there. And then, like, a little, like, uh, uh, a young woman, um, maybe, like, 15 or 17, uh, rushes by towards the direction of, like, where that silo is. Um, and he goes... That little scamper is, uh, Annie. I'm sure she'll, uh, introduce herself properly in time. And, uh, Joe, where you at? 
He kind of shouts loudly at your ears. Uh, and he goes, Upstairs! Well, come on down. We got company. Get to work on a, on a dinner. We got three more plates. All right, Pa. Coming down in a minute. No, you come down now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Pa. And uh, you start hearing footsteps down. And then uh, uh, a man about in his, like, early 20s comes down. Um, uh, dressed really plainly. Uh, kind of like shaggy hair, like kind of almost covering his eyes. Um, as he comes down, he sees you, he goes, Howdy, I'm Joe, Joe Munson. How do, Joe? Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Uh, I'm gonna be, uh, cooking up, uh, some hodag steak unless anyone has any restrictions or anything I need to know about. Awfully <laughs> <Holy> kind. <laughs> Tommy, you were the only GM in the whole world <laughs> that would have someone out here in the middle of the ask if anyone has any food allergies. We got some veggies and whatnot, if that's what you prefer. <laughs> Steak and veggies sound quite they say They say Badlands hospitality is dead. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, nah, H- sounds great. All right. He goes wandering off into the kind of kitchen area, and uh, uh, the the father turns to you and he goes, "All right. Um, so the three of you will sleep in the barn, of course." Uh. I gotta, I gotta ask, there's not much around these parts worth nothing. Where are y'all coming from? Well, uh, you know, had some, had some business dealings go, go south on a venture over by Lonestead and figured we'd try and make a fresh start out here in the Badlands. Things a little cheaper, a little more room to stretch your legs, you know? Fair enough. Well, uh, you know, uh, these storms, they ain't too common. You go a little farther south, you'll, uh, you'll run into dust storms from time to time. Uh, but something like this, it's pretty rare. So, uh, once it passes, you should have pretty safe passage to wherever you want to go. Well, <laughs> relatively safe, as it were. Sky should be clear, is what I mean. Yeah, I think we could handle any, any other sort of dangers the bad lads well I can at least protect the two of, of these two yeah you say business dealings and he kind of like sizes all of you up and he goes y'all drifters well I suppose now we are before well we ran what I thought was just a wonderful flower shop but uh Fortunately, that is a cutthroat business in a lot of stead. <laughs> Call back. Y'all don't uh, strike me as uh, the top to excel in the city environment. And he glances at Pass and goes, Maybe you, but uh, you two? I am not surprised they ate you alive. <laughs> 
Yes, well, I, I'm I'm more in the uh, business of finding the plants and flowers, selling them was never my forte, personally. All right, and then a uh, door opens up, and uh, that little, that girl walks back in and sees the three of you. And there's like a moment of silence, and then uh, uh, the dad goes, <clears throat> and she goes, "I'm Annie Munson. <laughs> Pleasure to make your acquaintance." Pleasure's all ours, Annie. Uh, uh, Ken. Three. Ben again, gonna... Dupont. Pleased to meet you. Three, you gonna be joining us for uh, uh, for dinner tonight? That's the that's the plan. Your father was kind enough to offer us shelter from the storm, which we much appreciate. Yes, yes. All right. Um. Well, uh, I suppose I should go help Joe in the kitchen get the table set uh, for six. Um, pleasure. And she goes uh, uh, off and towards the kitchen. And uh, as she's running off, he goes, oh, well, How's it looking with that uh, dehydrator in the silo? I couldn't do anything by it, Pop. I'm sorry. And he goes, ah, Damn. The storm's going to be a problem. Uh, I'll go take a look at that. The, two, uh, the three of you can uh, make yourselves at home. The kitchen's that way. If you need to relieve yourself, we got a, uh, we got a washroom in there. Um, uh, it sounds like you're having some trouble with the atmospheric conditions in your silo. Yeah, well, that thing's been on the fritz for uh, a little bit. And honestly, I didn't expect a storm of this size to be coming through. And all uh, if it... If I can't get it upright, a chance the silo gets compromised. And if there's a crack, I'm going to lose a lot of spurs. So I need to be taking a look at that. I, I'd be happy to lend a hand. I, You know, I know a bit about agricultural technology with my previous experience in the flower business. Sure. Hey, extra the hands will always do. I mean, uh, this thing, this thing's uh, one of the fanciest things we got on this uh homestead so uh it's a bit beyond my capabilities i'd happily accept and uh he, he leads you do it yeah and uh basically you get to like the silo um uh which is like sealed shut and everything but then there's like kind of a little like housing unit nearby that has like a bunch of like monitors um uh that's kind of like um Tra like keeping making sure everything is like good it has like kind of a, a like a readout of like the um the stuff in there uh and he uh he comes over to like a, a thing on the wall that's like right by the door leading into the actual silo he like taps and he goes this is the uh the module i just can't uh seems like a done lost power or something i mean the lights are green but uh it's just not doing its job i mean the, you can see right there and he like points at one of the monitors like pulls it down and goes the the you know humidity in there is all wrong and uh i mean it's just that the the housing of the silos you know temperamental and uh, if i can't get it right and some water creeps in crack happens it's done well uh yeah what let me take a look let me see if i can i can figure out what you're dealing with here sure so it will be a technology roll uh no modifier um, I don't think Gadgeteer applies to this, um, but it might. 
I'd say gadgeteer, yeah. Specifically because you're dealing with this kind of like advanced. Um, oh, yeah, it is repairing things. As yeah, well. yeah, and I would consider this a gadget, <laughs> a specialty item. Uh, so while that's going on, I'm a little worried here. It looks like everyone is frozen. We are, we are back. Everything seems to be good. Everyone is connected. We're all fine. <laughs> wow, happened? What are you talking about? So Man, now we know we have two overlays to make, a, a, like an intermission We need a technical difficulty then. overlay. Oh, <laughs> you can put, like, a bunch of natural 20s and, like, a broken a broken gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, um, Roland, you were rolling technology to repair this, uh, uh, this device, this uh, uh, dehydrator. Yeah, uh, I got five hits. Sweet. You don't even have to spend a machinery cube. Um, uh, in the in the short amount of time it takes for um, Joe and Annie to kind of get dinner ready, um, basically, uh, uh, Mr. Munson um, uh, continue like is just like telling you what had happened. You're able to like kind of pop it open. You have to like kind of take it all the way apart. Like this this thing kind of reach into some of the wiring, and you you find that like it's like contact. Uh, uh, there's a part where one of the wires is like uh, kind of touching up against a metal pole. So like basically a safety feature has been like engaged to stop it from like causing a house fire. And so you're able to kind of work with that, but it does take you that amount of time to kind of uh, fully fix the problem to the point where there's no more danger of this happening again and he's no longer like he doesn't have a fire hazard another another option could have like had you done a, there was another quicker fix you could have done but it would have made it so that you would be bypassing that safety feature right and risking a bigger catastrophe in the future um but we'll cut away from roland uh while you're working on that and cut to pax and kinsey um who are in the kitchen with the two kids Um, what a great sentence. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. What, what, what do you think? Cannibals or? I don't see. Joe, it. Joe flips over a nice hearty piece of hodag steak. Hodag steak. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Are they chopping anything up? Yeah, um, Joe seems to be doing most of the cooking. Annie is getting um, the the table set um, uh, and like cleaning some uh, some extra plates and some glasses, um, and that's what the two of them are doing. Um, they don't. They seem a little a little awkward. Like they don't necessarily know how to start a conversation with the two of you. They just kind of sure. give you a polite like smile and nod, and then keep working on their tasks. Yeah, I'll, I'll like give um, give Kinsey like a little shove. And just uh, like on her shoulder, and be, go, go dry those. Go help dry. She's washing. Go dr help dry. Just, just don't drop a plate. Just do it. Uh, and then I'm gonna take out one of my knives and stop and start like dicing whatever like he's he's cooking. Yeah, he set he set some yeah. vegetables off to the side. The vegetables look real nice, especially like for this region, right? Sure. Um, uh, 
uh, and they look pretty hardy. He's got them set up. He's washed them, but he hasn't gotten to them yet because he's adding seasoning to the steaks. Uh, and you come over with a knife, and uh, he just kind of nods and goes, thank you. Yeah. And uh, these are uh, real nice. Did you grow them yourselves? Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a, a few lines under here, like so, like under underground streams. Um, and, uh, well, my my grandpappy he apparently uh, tapped into it and ran some uh, lines up towards the surface and cultivated kind of that garden you saw outside. Um, you know, we get we get pretty good pretty good uh, turnouts for for um, our crops, and I mean that's how we get by. Cool. Where'd y'all come from? Uh, Alanistead area. Big city then? Once or twice. What's it like? Crowded. <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. Well, I think there's probably somewhere medium in between here and there. <laughs> Fair. I mean, you know, we're not shut-ins. You know, I go to Soldina once a week. You know, help out with the saloon, mop up, clean up, you know. So, I've seen my fair share of drifters. And I figure, you know, once... Annie's old enough to help Pa, I might set out on my own. Become a drifter? Maybe. Do you... Do you want to do that? Or do you kind of just want to be not here? Ain't they one in the same? Uh, I don't Ken think so. <laughs> <laughs> Kinsey, you walk over and Annie kind of startles when you come up. Oh, so, sorry, oh. sorry. I'm... Oh, oh. Just uh, Yeah, oh, I mean, uh, sure. I, I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Uh, of course. Have you got, have you got a, a, a towel or something? So... Yes. And she, uh, like, you know, opens up a drawer, pulls out a towel, and she goes... Uh, thank you. Yeah, and if you if you want, you can just dry them and, and set them in the places. Uh, oh, you don't have to though. If you wanna, if you wanna relax, that's that's fine too. I look at packs. <laughs> that's the look you get back. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I'd love to be of some assistance. <laughs> sorry, sorry, just just. Try. Oh, oh, yeah. Careful. We don't have that many sets. <laughs> <laughs> And so yeah, you're able able to wash dishes. She's not as conversational as as Joe is. Much more nervous. Um, seems happy enough to have the help, but doesn't really feel like engaging in conversation. Um. Uh. And uh, as he's like finishing up the steak, and you're finishing up chopping us. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've been on this farm my whole life, and you know. Going out, making my own living, might be uh, might be any anything's better than this. <laughs> yeah, well, I think probably, just like there's a medium between here and Alanistead, I bet you there's a medium between what you're doing now and drifting. 
don't know. I mean, the people in town, they seem, seem pretty set in their ways, same as my pa. They ain't like you. Driving into a into an electrical storm on the edge of the Badlands. Where are you headed? Nowhere specific, mostly. He goes, ah. <laughs> like there's like a romance to that notion. Uh, and then he starts like, you know, setting the plates. Um, Roland, you finish up the trick and then like there's a little like slight hum as the dehydrator like kicks back on and there's like a little breeze that comes out of a fan and he goes well i'll be damned yeah you gotta you gotta be careful with the these earlier models you see they got they got two circuits one of them actually does the thing and then the other one turns on the lights that says it's doing the thing and so the one that does the lights that one was fine (laughs) And then the one that does the thing, you had a, a bit of a short there. <laughs> well, I appreciate the help. I was not looking forward to trying to uh, post for a, a tinkerer to come through here and uh, take a look at it. I do appreciate it. Yeah, you know, happy to help. You're putting us up for the night. It's the least I can do. Yeah. Um, I never fully introduced myself. Daryl. Daryl Munson. He reaches out a hand. Pleasure to meet you, Daryl. Uh, and then the two of you walk into the kitchen. Smells great. Um, uh, it seems like Joe's a really good cook. Uh, and he's, he's got, like, the steaks all laid out, like, chopped up, like, you know, nice little, like, slices of steak kind of laying against each other. Presentations there a little bit, as wholesome as it is. Um, you know, a couple uh, different types of vegetables, um, and some seasoning in the middle of the table if you need, if you need to, like, augment the taste at all. Um, and, uh, you sit down for dinner with the, with this family of three. And, uh, uh, Daryl uh, uh, kind of lowers his head down and goes, Alana, appreciate uh, your guidance and hope to uh, continue our journey as you did every day. And uh, everyone goes, uh, at least the, uh, the kids go, let it be so. I mean, I say the thing. Dan forgot what the amen was for the religion on manifest. It's <laughs> <laughs> so let it be so. <laughs> let, 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 let it be so. And uh, then they all start digging in and eating. <clears throat> and uh, they eat for a little bit. And then um, at a certain point, um, Joe speaks up and goes, Pa, they're drifters. Uh, <laughs> you think, uh, uh, think maybe, uh, we could keep them on for a little bit and they could show me a thing or two for, uh, you know, when I eventually set out on my own? And he goes, Joe, listen. I don't think these three folk, as kind as they are, have the time to be teaching a boy like you. And he goes, I ain't a boy anymore, Pop. Alright, I'm I'm grown. I can make my own decisions. Y'all y'all should go to Waypoint, he says to the three of you. He goes, This is Drifter Capital of the of Manifest. 
It's the the heart and soul of the Badlands. Drifter made for drifters by drifters. You go there, you can find all the work you need. And he goes, "Shush up, Joe. They don't need tips from someone like uh, your age. All right? They 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 choose their own path, and they don't need you to be telling them what to do." And he goes, "I wish I could live by my own path." Without you telling me what to do. And Annie goes, How about that storm? <laughs> it is quite the storm, you know. I saw some lightning, maybe a little bit of hail. Ter- terribly frightening. <laughs> At this point, you can actually hear the storm has kind of uh, uh, reached like the outskirts. You can kind of hear the rumbling of thunder. Um, and Joe kind of sulks, and uh, uh, Daryl kind of sits there, like holding his utensils a little more tightly than he needs to, as if he's sort of lost his appetite. And then Annie's just kind of sitting there, like watching the two of them and looking at the three of you. And there's just kind of a very, very tangibly awkward silence at this table for too long of a time. Joe, this valley route. Just, just, just a, a wonderful. How, how did you prepare it? Ain't nothing special. You know, we, we have some herbs, so I, I grind them up and you know mix them with my own blend. And uh, I mean, Valley Root, you know, it's it's fine, but it's kind of stale. So uh, you know, I, I, well, this is the this is the mixture here, and he like sets it out, and he goes, you can see it's, you know. Three herb blend uh, uh, kind of gives it a little bit of a punch, so that it kind of brings out any amount of flavor. But uh, hell, you know, at a certain point, uh, the the spices can only do so much. Valley root is valley root, and if you eat it every day, he says, like looking at his dad, it can get kind of tiresome. Well, what do you what do you call this spice? What do I call it? Yeah. I guess I never thought to name it. It's just, it's just my spice. It's, my, it's the spices I like. Well, I mean, you've got, you seem to have quite the talent for, for your, for, for, for color. You, you seem to have a touch for culinary agency. It might be something you would sell. I mean, I know that I'd put down a pretty penny for a bag of, a bag of this spice, but. Mm. Uh, well, so Daryl goes, well, you know, if, if you want, I mean, we could, we could bundle up some of that. I could give you a bag or two for a spur. Well, I, I, I would take it in an instant, but I, I'd like to know what I'd, what I'd call it just in case I'd share it with someone. I could point them in the right direction for it. Um. Munson herb blend spice. Is Mun- that Daryl or Joe? Uh, that that's Daryl. <laughs> and Munson, that doesn't quite roll off the tongue. So, what do you think? And he 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 goes. Munson's blend ain't bad. All right. All right, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss the details 
Don't have to dinner, of course. I don't want to do, <laughs> don't want to do business over, over supper. But you know, you've got something here. You've got something here with this meat. You've got a skill. I it don't is, think you need. It is true. The food is actually extremely good. It, drifting, you know, it has its hardships. I can say it from experience. But as a cook, as a cook, now that's the career. Uh, Have you thought about? Well, Joe goes. I mean, I, I suppose. I mean, I didn't. I didn't think I had anything. Spec like, I just made the food. I knew my family liked it. I didn't know. I didn't know drifters would like it. But well, you know, far be it from me to uh, to try and tell you what to do with your life. But I, this is. A fine meal, and you know, but it's um, our little uh, cool gang. I, I, I'm, I, I'm the person who who makes the food, and these two, they they'll eat it. But yeah, I, this it's nothing special. But this meal, this is the best meal I've had in weeks. I can say, would would wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it's. It's like far and away the best meal I've had in like a month, maybe two, <laughs> maybe three. <laughs> okay, all right, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, Waypoint, you know, I've been there, done that. But you can go any cook a meal, they'd put you on. He kind of even need a gun to do it. <laughs> he he kind of seems a little taken aback by that and doesn't exactly know what to say. He like glances nervously towards Pax, who hasn't said anything yet. The food's good, and drifting sucks. <laughs> and they kind of sit there for a little bit. And then uh, he goes, thanks. And then Daryl goes, we can talk more about that maybe after we rest up for a night. It seems like the storm's going to probably last through the evening. Uh, at this point, you can hear like heavy rainfall outside um, and like several like thuds. And it seems like there might have been in there might be indeed like hail out there. Um, and like the, the lightning is like, like as soon as it flashes, you hear it. So the lightning is close. Um, and, uh, uh, Daryl, like kind of says like, yeah, we can maybe work something out in the morning. Yeah, of course. That sounds good to me. Any chance I could trouble you for a cup of coffee for the, what I will assume will be a draftier bar. <laughs> uh, Darren nods and goes, "I'll put a pot on," and he like uh, stands up with his his cleaned plate and like goes to uh, set it down. And eventually, like Annie and Joe like finish their plates too. Um, the dinner kind of goes relatively quiet after that. Not much talking. People just kind of finish up their food. Um, and uh, that's that's uh, they they wash up. 
um, Annie skitters off somewhere, <laughs> and uh, Joe, um, like, and Daryl have like a hushed conversation off to the side for like a very very brief one, and then Joe goes upstairs, and then uh, Daryl goes, "All right, see if we can get you to that barn in one piece." Lead yeah. the way. Yeah. He basically you get to like the root the the like actual front door and you can see it's it's like you can't even see like eight feet in front of you. It's just like heavy rainfall, the the like the uh dust and dirt of like the Badlands is like dark brown and like just like sputtering up as like hail like slams into it and rainfall just like just coats it. Um and it's like a short run uh uh to the uh uh, to the barn and, uh, you know it's not pleasant but you guys make a, a quick sprint to it um and uh daryl runs with you and he does up the latch opens it up and he goes all right you'll find blankets on the other side uh to the left of the pans we'll see you in the morning be safe thank you for the shelter. and he uh, slams the door shut and you hear him lock it so you're locked in this barn with the hoed eggs Hope we don't flap one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a myth. That you can't do that. <laughs> it's true, I've tried. Yeah, and you actually hear him go around to the other side. Like, there's another like, uh, like the entrance that the Hodags came in. It's like a big like uh, shutter, and he like slams it down and like locks it as well, and then goes running. Presumably, goes running back in. You can't see what's outside anymore. <laughs> Um, and yeah, uh, you find yourself in a, a, a small, somewhat cramped barn um, that has basically uh, uh, like six stalls that hodags have kind of walked into. Um, uh, they're not like b- barred from each other. So it's kind of like six stalls all attached into one large stall. And the hodags kind of like rustle around each other. You actually see two of them. I've already kind of laid down at this point um, uh, in the corner. Like one's kind of like curled up in the corner. The other one's slammed down next to it. And then uh, you see a third one is like just standing and asleep. Uh, and sure enough, as as uh, instructed, you find like a, a large cabinet that you open up. It's got a bunch of uh, blankets and and like towels for you to dry yourself off, and as well as a bunch of tools and so on. Did anybody else feel as though that was an awkward family dinner? Or was that? Just... Well, yeah, I mean, it was an extremely awkward family dinner. I was sort of hoping to just remain quiet and it would be over sooner. <laughs> Seems more like just a family dinner. Hmm. You, you know me, I can't tell from uh, getting involved in an awkward situation. I feel awkward if I'm just sitting there and I'll speak. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it'll be fine. I think I this seems it. like a seems like a thing that they have going on, regardless of whether we're here or not. Well, regardless, I could I could use a bag of that Munson spice blend, and that steak was. <laughs> <laughs> How about how about you just take this blanket for now? <laughs> All right. Anybody mind if I take the halo? 
Wow, that's all yours. Go for it. All right. And so um, I'm going to actually have everyone roll either endure or discipline. Um, because it is incredibly hard to sleep. Uh, the barn is just like the hail and the storm is super loud. Um, and so we're going to see who can get a good night's sleep tonight. Okay. Ah. <clears throat> also, I just remembered at the beginning of the session, Pax, you were handling uh, a vehicle. You should roll a fuel test for that vehicle to see if you're no, low sure, on fuel. Yeah. push the car really hard so like i'm out i'm out of fuel now okay do you have fuel in your inventory i don't okay oh wait maybe i do let me double check i might i might have stolen some from joe Uh, i do i have one premium fuel cube okay so that actually raises your fuel target by two if that matters no i rolled a 19 cool okay so what that means is um I mean, you can you can use up the fuel, right? And then you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, otherwise, what it would mean is wherever you end your vehicle in the session, um, that then it will run out of fuel. But because you have the fuel cube, you can just consume the fuel cube and then you're good for the rest of the session. But uh, next session, if you roll badly on your fuel test again, that means at the end of that session, you will be stranded wherever your vehicle is because you won't have any fuel in your inventory. Um, all right. Uh, what did everyone get on their discipline and or, well, no, or endure roll? <laughs> you don't get to roll both and choose the best. <laughs> uh, uh, you one hit on in, uh, in. Okay. Uh, Kinsey, you will take, uh, two damage directly to your hit points as you just you just really have a hard time you're up higher too you're like on the like in the hayloft up high (laughs) and like you can feel like it's like the clanking of of uh, there's like there must be some kind of metal plate outside that everyone like every like five seconds like a big piece of hail just hits right by your ear and it's like it's like stabbing into your ear the sound you're like ah like every time you're about to fall asleep just like clang right by your ear so you don't you don't get a good night's rest uh what about rolling impacts um i got three heads so packs you're fine yeah i feel like i'm not very good with animals but i feel like maybe i like snuggle into a hodag sure so as everyone starts going to bed you kind of look in you see like the hodags and they kind of look at you and you put out your hand its head is huge yeah and it's giant nose just like like your your hand kind of pulls up into its nostril <laughs> a little bit and then uh and then it like and like lays down and like puts its head out towards you and you like instinctually like reach out and like pet an ear and it seems to like it its eyes like start like closing a little bit and then uh, as you, like, scratch it, you just kind of move in. And uh, in the morning when you guys wake up, you see Pax is uh, uh, curled up against the head of one of the hodags. Yeah, I gave it lots of scratches. Yeah. 
Uh, Roland? Uh, I got a big fat zero. Okay, Roland, you will take four hit point damage. Yeah, I think I try to sleep, and then it becomes clear that that ain't happening. Uh, so I spend the whole night, uh, working on this Omni tool I've been trying to get finished. Yeah, sure. So, Roland, you watch, uh, you see Kinsey, like, uh, you can't quite see Kinsey, but you see Hay falling down from the loft as Kinsey, like, tosses and turns and has a hard time sleeping. Uh, Kinsey, it's not, it's not what's bothering you, but you do notice, like, there is a little bit of light coming down from below, and it doesn't seem to ever turn off, and every once in a while you hear the clinking of tools. You hear, like, Roland kind of working on something. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, Roland, you kind of glance over and you just see Pax, like, curled up with a blanket against, uh, Hodag, and it's really cute. <laughs> the Hodag's, like, sleeping, it's got, like, a, uh, like, snot bubble that, like, keeps, like, pulsing <laughs> as it, as it snores. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the day comes. Uh, Kinsey, you feel like you've only slept two minutes. Uh, as uh, you realize there's the storm has passed and there's light coming through um, a kind of fogged up uh, window um, in the top part uh, nearby the hayloft uh, and that light just kind of like goes on your head and you're just like oh no <laughs> and uh, Roland you make good progress working on the Omni tool you're crafting um, not quite there yet uh, actually go ahead and roll because it's been about two weeks since you last rolled so we can see, we, we can roll now, right? And then at the end of, um, at the, uh, does, does the mechanical implications of this roll happen before or after I take four damage? Uh, we'll say before. <laughs> you don't have the minus one from your, from your damage. I did it. I did it. In two weeks, I have an Omni tool. Cool. So you feel like you're well on your way. You think you're on track, and in two weeks' time, you will have finished this Omni tool. This will be an excellent Omni tool. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, all right. So, uh, Pax, you wake up as the Hodag kind of stands up. And uh, it's it's like bright. It's like the sun has just like kind of hit the sky, and uh, you whoosh, that big shutter opens up, and the hodags are starting to like lumber their way out into the field. Um, and uh, you see, kind of like silhouetted by the sun, the uh, you see Daryl Munson. And he goes, "Morning, morning. <laughs> How'd you sleep?" No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Joe's whipped up some uh, some eggs and uh, whatnot, so you can have yourself some breakfast in the kitchen if you're interested. Uh, you said your name was Ken McCharlotte, right? Or no, Ken Charlotte. Mister Charlotte. A word, please. Oh yes. Of course, just, uh, just let me find my pants somewhere around here. <laughs> and uh, I do so, and I'll, I'll climb down and join uh, Mr. Mount. Uh So he walks you over to, like, uh, kind of the exterior of the house nearby the silo. Um, Roland and Pax, you guys walk in towards the kitchen for breakfast, or? Yeah, breakfast for sure. Yeah, yeah I've heard a tale of eggs, and I'm 
I, I would like to investigate this legend. Yeah, you walk in and there's there are some eggs. They have uh, a decent amount of like seasoning, some kind of sauce on them, um, and again, more vegetables off to the side, um, uh, kind of grilled and uh, like lightly grilled. Um, it's just kind of sitting on the kitchen, um, and you see Annie has just finished up her plate and sees the two of you and goes, "Morning," and like sets her plate down and then skitters off somewhere. <laughs> My God, the stories were true. I say as I sit down to these eggs. <laughs> uh, Kinsey, uh, Daryl leads you over to uh, around the silo, and you see uh, Joe is there. And uh, Daryl stands there in between you two. He looks at the two of you for a second. There's like a moment of silence. And he kind of nudges Joe, and he goes, uh, Mr. Charlotte? Yes. I've decided to entertain your offer uh, to purchase some Munson Bland. Uh, excellent. I, 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 I'd love to pick up a... What was it? One spare? Well, uh, I'd give you uh, two bags for one spur, or... Uh, and he looks to Daryl, and Daryl like, gives him like a... Like, go on... He goes, I'm taking stock of what we got. Uh, if you're interested in helping yourself to breakfast and giving me just a little bit more time, I could get you a whole six bags for the price of two spurs. Uh, uh, and uh, should you like to spread those along on your travel, you could tell them where the Munson Farm is, where they could pick up fresh spices. And he like has, know, like a, has a slight smile on his on his face, and you kind of almost despite himself, you see Daryl has a bit of a smile as well. <laughs> Joe, let me tell you, I've had a meal or two across these uh, manifesting lands, and this is one of the best. And if your spice could help me to cook anything like I would take a hundred bags. Now, I don't have the spurs for a hundred bags, but six more. <laughs> Daryl interjects, we don't have the herbs. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But yes, yeah, no, absolutely. And I'll, I'll, I'll produce a couple of spurs and I'll say, you've got a talent, my friend. You continue to develop that. Munson Farm will be known all throughout the Badlands, hell, all throughout Madison. He kind of like lights up a little bit at that, takes your spurs. He goes, enjoy breakfast, and I will produce the six bags of spice uh, before you depart. Thanks very much, Joe. I do appreciate it, and I'll, uh, I'll hold out my hand for Oh yeah, and he like he like pockets his first, puts out his hand and shakes your hand, and uh, uh, Dara goes, "Go on in before the eggs get cold." Will do. I, thank you, Miss. And uh, as you as you start making your way, uh, you hear Joe go, "Pa, what do you think? If we expand that patch of the field, maybe we can we can mass produce or something." And he goes, "Calm down, son. It's just two spurs." <laughs> but uh, tell me what you're thinking. And they like walk around the other end of the silo as you make your way into the kitchen. 
I'm gonna give you a spur, uh, a grit for being a good person, Kinsey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you find Roland and Pax, uh, eating some eggs and veggies, um, uh, in the kitchen. Annie is nowhere to be found. <laughs> well, how are the eggs, clubmates? Clubmates. I'm sorry. What did you call us? <laughs> oh, did Pax not tell you we're a cool club? <laughs> I, I look at Pax. What? <laughs> We were having a talk, and it felt weird to say family, and so I said club. <laughs> All right. It's not binding. <laughs> no, I I get it. I mean, I don't, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and Kinsey will sit down and pull up a plate, scoop yep. a whole slab of eggs. Yep. The eggs are great. Uh, um, Kinsey, you would estimate these are these are roperite eggs, um, which are kind of hard to come by. Um, you didn't see any roperites, so you have to assume they they either bought them or foraged them from a nest. Um, and uh, they're very very tasty. Um, Kinsey, given the meeting you just had, you can infer that like they broke out the good eggs for you. <laughs> Hopefully, generous of them. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, uh, as you finish up, um, uh, Daryl walks in, um, like grabs like a root and like takes a bite out of it, munches on it, and he goes, "So I was curious, where exactly are the three of you heading? Is it Waypoint or somewhere else?" Well, you know, sort of waypoint word ain't, ain't anywhere in particular I, I i reckon we'll probably hit waypoint at some point just I mean, sort of it, what happens out here in the badlands ain't it it is a pretty good waypoint oh i just got the name <laughs> <laughs> well uh, uh judging by your talk i assume you're not heading down to Markham's Landing and taking a train there, then. It's just kind of a roundabout. I'm just going to travel from one end of the Badlands to the next. You, you say it like that, it makes it sound like a bad idea. I don't mean to uh, impose or nothing. It's just, I mean, I, my, my son's full of ideas, but he is right. If uh, your drifter's looking for work, you'll find some in various towns but uh waypoint's the way to go well it's uh, where you can find work pretty consistently and uh it'll pay well as long as you got the skills to survive it it's already pretty far though ain't wrong but unless you got enough spurs for three tickets on the high-speed rail your best bet is just Traveling in that truck of yours. Just avoid electrical storms. Uh, we... We'll see where we get when we get to Brown Markham's Landing, I suppose. Heads we could up. make a stop in, um... That settlement nearby if you need us to drop anything off for you. No? If uh... If you're offering, I, I could, I could pay you for your troubles, of course. Um, uh, 
we can call it even for room and board if you want. All right, then. I mean, it's, it's not much. I, I figured you got a truck. <laughs> I've seen that cargo drone in the back as well, so I know you got some storage. Uh, just, you know, some sundries that could be dropped off at the general store. Uh, and then uh, I have a few crates of, of, you know, sealed vegetables that, uh, well, I, I tend to deliver to Soldina from time to time. And then uh, also have a Nomad pack pick it up uh, to distribute. Um, if, uh, I mean, if you're offering, I mean, I got, you know, a handful of machinery cubes, tech cubes to just drop off at the general store. A crate for the general store in Soldina, and then uh, about four crates of veggies for the Nomad Pack to pick up. I mean, I'll I'll cover the Nomad fees all, and uh, all that, and you don't have to come back this way to to get me my money or nothing. You know, they they you can just tell them to hold it for me, and then next time I go in town, I can pick it up. If it's easy for you, if it's if it's not easy for you, then we can. Whatever you like. No, I, I wouldn't inconvenience you to make two trips. No, no, no. At that point, I'd, I'd just go myself. Uh, but, I mean, if you're heading through Soldana, it would, you know, make it so I don't have to go there for about another month. And then I can go there to collect uh, my uh, my prices and whatnot and, you know, whatever else I need to keep that dehydrator up and running. I'd appreciate it. Yeah, it's our next stop. Alright. Well then I'll have uh I'll have the kids load up uh uh everything into your truck if you don't mind. Yeah, whatever will fit. Give them a hand if uh, if they need. No no no. Enjoy your breakfast. It won't take them long. And uh, by the time you finish breakfast, uh you step out uh onto the homestead and uh uh Pax, you see that one hodag that you were sleeping with is kind of nearby the fence and kind of like ru- like moves up to it when you're nearby. I give him some scritches. Yeah, he leans into it a little bit. His head is like as big as like your waist up. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. He's like I, when I when I like move my arms up and down like this because like it's like he's his head is like the size of like a cow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's so big. He's and like. like you. <laughs> and he goes, ah, <laughs> uh, he, he likes you. I like him. Uh, and you see, uh, uh, loaded up into your truck is um, what you would approximate to be eight machinery cubes, four tech cubes, and then uh, five crates, which kind of stand out from the rest of the cubes because the cubes are just kind of like packed up in different like open air crates and bags and such. And then the, there's five crates that seem to be sealed. Um, and Roland, you can identify as like having that same kind of dehydration technology um, to kind of basically vacuum seal and preserve uh, the vegetables within. Uh, and uh, he... Uh, Daryl walks up and he's got like a a sack with him. You can hear like the the familiar clinking of spurs within. He goes, uh, I don't know who. And he kind of just like holds it out awkwardly to the three of you. I take it. Roland reaches out his hand, but Pax takes it. <laughs> oh boy. 
And he goes, that's uh, 32 spurs in there. Uh, should cover the Nomad Pack fees. Um, you just give that to uh, the saloon order owner, Michelle Green. Uh, she'll hold it, and then uh, when the Nomad Pack shows up for them crates, uh, they they know we have an arrangement. They they get the fees from Michelle, and then when they come into town, they also drop off the profits to Michelle. Um, and meanwhile, they, these uh, all these cubes and that crate right there, that just goes to the general store. You can just drop it off, and then he'll pay me next time I'm in town. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, and um, I, I suppose just to you know clear it up, uh, uh, if you could. Just post a public post on the LRC to the riv the Riveteers. That's the Nomad Pack. Let them know that there's a pickup. Will do. I appreciate it. I ain't too often that people wander through this uh, homestead uh, as kind-hearted as three of you. I suppose you really are from the city. If I... W not to, you know, disillusion you or nothing, but I'd be careful who you trust around here. Uh, people, especially around the settlements, they, you know, often have ulterior motives. And it ain't, it ain't rare for someone to pull a gun on you just for looking at them the wrong way. Yeah, I know well, you garden folk might not be used to that kind of treatment. <laughs> We're pretty good judges of character i mean we, we had a discussion before we showed up we thought you might be cannibals <laughs> that is <What>? not <laughs> ken ain't great at humor he's got sort of the basics down but he's working on timing right now all right i'm learning <laughs> at that point uh joe walks over with um, a few sacks like slung over his shoulders and he goes where you want your spices Mr. Charlotte oh and just uh, go ahead and load them up the back with the, the rest of the sundries I'll, uh, I'll make sure he puts it in and he goes alright I'll start uh, uh, working on a, a new crop we're gonna double our, uh, our that part of our our farm and uh, try and get some more of these spices ready. You send some customers my way. Oh, you know I will. I'll, I'll make sure they taste the spices first. I'm not sure I can make a meal as good as you, but it'll at least improve the flavor. And Daryl goes, yeah, and if you ever around these parts again, you want to stop by for your share of the profits? And like Joe goes, pa! <laughs> I think this is the this will settle me. My, if anything, my share of the profits could be another couple of sacks of the spot. And Joe goes, I might be able to arrange such a thing, Mr. Charlotte. Thank uh, you. I don't appreciate uh and then um Daryl goes, Alright, go on, get Roland you got looks like totally fine, but on the inside, he's like Oh my god, we're doing marketing for free. <laughs> Profit sharing. What is happening? <laughs> and uh, uh, Daryl goes, Alright, go on, tend to your chores. I'm sure the three of you have uh, places to be. 
Uh, I appreciate uh, you doing this favor for me. Uh, we appreciate your hospitality. Mm, certainly do. And he reaches out his hand. Uh. <laughs> I shake it. He shakes Roland's hand. Shakes Kinsey's hand. Reaches out his hand to Pax. <laughs> uh, uh, I appreciate it. He tips his hat at you instead. He goes, safe travels. Thank you. And as he goes walking, he goes, Andy? What, Pa? You didn't bring down the lightning rod. The storm's been over for about eight hours. You're using up power. <laughs> I'll get right on it, Pa. And she goes skittering it, like out of your view <laughs> from the barn to the house. <laughs> All right, that's good. Because I was like 98% sure we was going to get 10 minutes away from this farm. And then Annie was going to pop out of a crate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're able to to climb into the uh, the truck and and make your way. As soon as we get in the truck, I I and like shut the doors and the windows are closed. I turn to Roland and Kinsey and I'm like, someone better write down our names because I will not remember. Are we staying with the same names? I just assume that Roland would change them immediately. If we what? come back here again. I don't even know what my name is supposed to be. It's why I didn't introduce myself. It's why I didn't shake his hand. What if he Patricia, said it? Patricia! Patricia! It starts with the same letter! It's my real name! <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know that. You didn't, you didn't tell me that. I thought Pax isn't your real name. No! Why would Pax be my real... Ki- oh my. my name is Kinsey! It's not as though I made up a fake name. Listen, Kinsey, I appreciate the initiative and maybe like you trying to get a little bit of a joke over on me by naming me Bennigan. <laughs> but like, I do a considerable amount of behind the scenes work to spare the two of you such that you ain't got to remember too many names. And then also, I got a name that a person would have when I show up <laughs> again at places. As opposed to, like, a themed bar. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, maybe, maybe you leave the aliases to me from now on. That's all right. I just thought it would be good if somebody who was familiar with the Badlands be the first to speak to somebody from the Badlands. But that's fine. I understand. What have you... I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I, I do a lot of work. You know, I try... Thinking you guys when I come up with fake names like Ken Charlotte, you know, I probably would have picked something less immediately close to Pax for Pax. But I, you know what? I'll write it down. I'll write it down. I, I don't need you to write down my own name. It's fine. I didn't. <sighs> well, just it's it's more of a like when we come here, it's less of a remember this name and more of a remember when to use this name. Sure. I'm. I think I'm going to call you Benigan. Uh, I like Benigan much better than I like Roland. <laughs> well, Ken, that's tough. Benigan ain't a real name. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you go driving off into the distance of the Badlands. Uh, it has, it's like at this point, even as early in the morning, most of like the the puddles and whatnot have already started to dry up. The ground soaked up that water real, uh, real quickly. Um, so it's already getting really close to looking like there was no storm at all, and that the that it's back to that arid kind of landscape you saw before. Um, Pax, you're behind the wheel. Where are you driving? Town. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Not trying to put one over on these. I don't know. You got 32 spurs and a lot of supplies. <laughs> just making sure that you're honest folk. That's all. <laughs> oh. No, so I, I'm not gonna like pull over a, a, like a heist on those people. They don't even they don't really even have anything really worth stealing. You know, there's no art or like something I could resell for like a like a good markup. So like, and also like we can like retreat to their place maybe because it's far away from everything. Yeah, so like I mean, Kinsey, yeah. you know that uh, that. Uh, Soldina is about a uh, at least in your like because you had the car at least a day if not two. Yeah, the so, like seems like a good place to have as a hideout when we go to resupply for herbs or whatever. <laughs> so I don't. I wasn't lying. <laughs> See, the weird thing is in the garden. If you go somewhere to resupply for herbs, it's drugs you're buying. But out here in the Badlands, it's actually herbs. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I think they have some of those herbs in the Badlands. Just okay. throwing it out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, we're going to head to that town at least. And then sure. from there... I figured we would head, unless we had a different destination, south, just in case we happened upon a bunch of money and we could get a ticket on the train. Now that I'm thinking about it, that'd be pretty tough since we're dead. I mean, you can do a lot while you're dead. More, even, I'd say. Yeah, but like our pictures were like lots of places. I don't know where they haven't been and have been. That's why. Mm. And I know this, but Roland is a master of disguise. I feel like I feel like I've been saying this like almost since the beginning. You also you know all three I... know that like it's very unlikely that your bounties would. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to have to upon an overturned carriage made out of luminescence, and we rescue the the patrons inside, and they say thank you for saving us from. I don't know, like ultra bears or whatever. I don't know what's in the Badlands. And then they give us 10,000 spurs for our kindness or whatever. I think... Trains are expensive. I don't think it's... I mean, I... I don't think, like, a... Like, a... Third-class ticket is, like... Backbreaking. I think it's, like, more money than most people will have. But if we're drifters now... We could probably... Yeah. I mean, you could just, like, make something. I don't know. Third, a, third, a third class ticket might be about uh, a few months salary. Um, maybe maybe half a year's salary even. Um, depending on the train and the time you're choosing and all that goodness and exactly how many destinations you have. Uh, there is the benefit... Or no, Markham's Landing actually doesn't go directly to 
um, waypoint. So uh, Roland, at least having like kind of been in Alana, said you would know that uh, the cost of a train would uh, because there's two stops there. Um, you're looking at like easily like 80, 90 spurs a person, even for uh, even I, for I a third class. The more I think about it, in the time it would take us to earn the spurs to get on a train to go to Waypoint, we probably could have driven to Waypoint. Yeah. But also, I don't exactly know why we're going to Waypoint. That's a good point. We could just I mean, like, find a saloon know. and like live there forever. Yeah, well, sure. Hmm. Or like, what I don't know. We, what if we bought the saloon? And we could run the saloon. <laughs> the three of us. It's not a bad idea. I mean, we'd have to find we'd have to find like a place, right? Sure. And then like there would have to either be a vacant saloon or we'd have to make a saloon. So like it seems as realistic as a ticket to waypoint. <laughs> But we could try. I mean, I'm not doing anything else, and settling down doesn't seem terrible. I guess owning a saloon does seem like the least bad version of settling down. <laughs> I mean, think of all the poker players you could fleece. We'd have to be a very good saloon. But it's not impossible. Well, Kinsey's a pro cook, apparently, with this spice blend that we'll have forever. <laughs> oh, they'll, they'll be coming from all over to try the Munson spice blend. I'm going to use it on it. <laughs> you, you know you've you've agreed to be paid in spice, right? <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'll never... Okay. <laughs> and now we've got a farm to run back to. I didn't see the problem. Okay, but they offered you money. <laughs> we'll be making money at the saloon. All right, I say we find it. <laughs> sure. Um, is it all right if we stop in town first? <laughs> yeah, no, I... Fair enough. Okay, I figured let's this do... isn't enough stuff to, like, really do anything with... In terms of stealing it, okay. <laughs> yeah, you 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 guys can all assume that if you were able to find a place that doesn't have a saloon where you could start a saloon, you would need a pretty healthy health, uh, healthy like you know bank of spurs to uh, uh, build it from the ground up. Um, well, hold on, how many cubes did we just get? What class of item is a saloon? <laughs> Sure, if you want to build a saloon in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> you can make a shanty saloon. <laughs> well, you, know, you know what they say, first a saloon, then a town. The, chat, the chat says you should name your saloon Bennigan's. <laughs> That's the best one yet! Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no, or we could build a flatbed and have a saloon on wheel. We could do a riverboat saloon, but on land. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how the conversation goes all the way to the settlement. <laughs> 
So you start heading your way to, towards Sultina. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, like I said, it's it's uh, over a day's travel, even in your car. Um, you tear through the Badlands, just, I mean, this ha this thing has off-road, Kinsey knows the way to Soldina, so you just are kicking up dust as you go, um, and it starts getting a little bit dark, uh, and Pax, I would like you to roll an observe test for me as you are driving. Okay. Um. I avoid the wasset in the middle of the road. <laughs> you're, well, you're not driving on a road road, so. In the middle of my path. Um, but I would like, uh, yeah, so it's going to be at a minus, we'll put it at a minus one. Is it because it's too dark to see? Because I can drive it at night with my night vision goggles. But would you just like randomly put on your <laughs> night vision goggles to drive this car? If it's at night, Pax, I would. Well, no, dusk, this is, this is prior to you deciding okay. whether or not you're then driving no. through no, the rest of the night. It's like, it's Pax getting, there. it's like getting dark, but it's not so dark that you guys are like, should we set up camp or drive through the night? So I really like this... the image of like Pax wearing the night vision goggles like up on her head and it starts to get dark and she just like, <laughs> You know what? That's probably pretty accurate. Uh, what's the negative? I'm sorry. Minus one. Okay. Okay. What's your highest? Hold on. Uh, nine. Okay. And, and um, another another three nines. Cool. Pax, you can have a grit. <gasps> no! <laughs> I mean, yes, I'll take a grit, but you know. Cool. Uh, so I can count this 11? Fudge, 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 fudge. So you're driving. It's starting to get a little bit dark. It's getting around that time where the three of you would discuss whether or not you want to find a spot to set up camp or if you want to try driving through the night. Um... And around that point, uh, uh, Roland and Kinsey, are you both in the cab, or is one of you in the back of the truck working on stuff? I um, think Kinsey's in the cab. Probably. I've already rolled for my Omni tool, so I think I'm in the back working. Okay. Uh, so as you're driving, Pax, um, you're not you're not like pedal to the metal. You're not going like 90 miles an hour off road or anything like that. But you're going like 30 to 40, 40 miles an hour. Um, and then all of a sudden there's this retching sound as the landscape shoots upward as the nose of the truck shoots downward. Um, no, I avoid it. You don't. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. You, you don't. Um, how much grit do you have? Flashback, turn right. Um, Pax, uh, actually all of you can have an extra grit. Yay. Uh, as I punch it, so I can count all I can count all three of these hits. Um, I swear. Pax, your vehicle takes uh, twenty one damage with six armor piercing. Okay. Um, well, so so um. Also, Roland, I need you to roll a gymnastics test. Oh no, <laughs> There are three seats in the front. I don't understand. <laughs> now, depending on how high into the air I am launched, I'm well prepared for this. <laughs> Do you have a thing? What's no, your thing? I made a face. 
Of course I have an excellent quality grab stability harness. Okay, so your grab stability harness will give you bonuses to your gymnastics test on this. <laughs> you guys all laugh at me. So I so my um I have seven toughness. Okay, um, so you reduce the damage by seven. Okay. And then So that's fourteen damage, six of which is armor piercing. Uh, six of that is really Yeah, so your your vehicle's at least going to be at a minus one because it will take six directly to the hit points, and then the remainder will go to the armor. Okay. Um, Roland, how many successes did you get? Uh, I assume the grab stability harness is like a plus one. Uh, what you said it's excellent quality. Of course, it's excellent quality, Tommy. What do you think <laughs> I am? You're a face. Uh, so you actually get a, uh, plus two. Oh, that matters. Okay. Uh, no, well, ultimately, it didn't. Three hits. Sweet. Um, uh, so what happens is, uh, the, the nose of the car dips violently downward. Kinsey and Pax, you fly forward. Like, Kinsey, you... Or uh, packs your like elbows almost buckle completely against the steering wheel as you fly forward. Um, uh, Roland, you're working on your Omni tool, and all of a sudden you go flying out. Luckily, your grab stability harness is always kind of on standby, so like the velocity your your body is moving through, like you fly out like forward, like face plant towards the uh, uh, towards the the hard rocky ground of the Badlands. Uh, but your grab stability harness kicks on, and you kind of instead of hitting the ground, you kind of like level out and skid along it, and then kind of like. <laughs> And then kind of like pop up and then fall on your back uh, as your grab stability harness kicks on and kind of alters your gravity. So instead of you going face first into the ground, you kind of slide above it and then land down. Um, uh, Kinsey and Pax, you both slam into uh, uh, into the front of the car and you see the, the ground of... Um, the ground like through the windshield is like moving the windshield is now cracked the uh uh you hear you heard the popping of one of the tires and the uh corner the like driver's side corner of the uh of the front of this car uh is being like crushed by like this like sharp maw of teeth that seems to be protruding from the ground and like it is a <laughs> Uh, and Roland, from your position, you see the the headlights of the car shining down on the ground. It looks like the ground is eating it, but you also see like stretching out about you know uh, at at most uh, like eight to ten feet f- at any point from the uh, uh, from the car. The ground seems to be moving as if it was alive, uh, as it as the ground like the center of the ground is like arched upward and like chewing on the on the nose of this car and i need Um, everyone to roll initiative for me okay wait this is so important right now was someone threatened with violence Uh, yeah (laughs) open height open fight avoided through underhanded means no (laughs) okay did i take something i wanted but didn't deserve their respect no damn it (laughs) (laughs) 
I faked my own death. Did I get away with breaking the law? That happened last session. No! <laughs> <laughs> Tommy? Huh? Did I talk gravity out of conflict with me? Stop. <laughs> no, you didn't have a word with gravity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really need that grit. Okay. Um, initial. Uh, all of you can have a grit. I'm going to twist the knife. On my car? No. I already did that. <laughs> also, I have... Uh, I'm going to spend two grit to play to the gallery. Okay. Uh, so, did anyone get better than a seven? I got a seven. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Hold on. You guys, uh, I'm not, I don't have a seven. I added too many. And we get better than a five. I got a seven. And what about you, Kinsey? Uh, I got an eight. Ooh. Uh, Kinsey, go ahead and roll survival for me. You can use your uh, uh, experienced traveler on this. Uh, Roland, what did you get? Uh, I'm very hurt, and I got a four. Okay. <laughs> Hey, but oh, you yeah, didn't you die from flying yeah, out of this car. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I'm in a much better position than most people would be when catapulted from the back of a pickup truck. Okay, Kenzie, you can identify this creature as a wasset. Um, it is a, uh, a creature, a flat creature of varying size. Um, uh, some of the larger, this is one of the larger ones you would say, um, at about, uh, you know, almost 10 feet side to side. Um, uh, they don't get a whole lot smaller than this, but they also don't get a whole lot bigger than this. Um, uh, and, uh, basically these are, uh, kind of flat predators, um, uh, that kind of burrow just below the surface of the ground, uh, kind of masking themselves with the natural terrain. And then uh, their center of their body on the top side of their body is a massive mouth. Uh, and they basically just wait until an animal is unfortunate enough to step on them. And then if it steps like dead center, like you guys kind of did because you drove so fast into the center of it, um, uh, it just opens the mouth and munches down. If it, uh, if it stands on like the outskirts of the body, the body will fold inward to push the prey towards the mouth. Um, uh, these creatures are slow. Um, but hardy, and, um, you know that, like, where there's one wasset, there's often more. Not in the sense of, like, you've fallen into a nest, and they're all gonna pop out of the ground and surround you. But more like, once you see one wasset, you want to keep an eye out for others, because they, like, they don't, like, really migrate in, like, large packs, but they do tend to, like, enjoy the same terrain so once you hit an area of land that has a wasset there's a chance that somewhere within like 20 to 30 feet there's another wasset <laughs> oh man um but uh yeah this one is eating your car right now kinsey it's your turn <laughs> i'd like to just stop eating the car uh, i shoot am going to shoot <laughs> I may not be doing what you want me to do. I'd like to try and wrangle this wasset. 
Okay, how are you going to go about doing that? You're currently like kind of lifted up off the ground inside the cab of a car, kind of pushing yourself up against the dash. Uh, what, I, what I'd like to do is, uh, can I crank down the window? Yeah. I'd like to crank down the window, crawl out, use my bayonet to find a nerve center of the wasset, and I'd like to, to use that to uh, avoid it from, from eating the car. So I'm not trying to do damage to it. I'm trying to, like, find a pressure I get it. You're trying to make it spit out the car. Okay. Um, yeah. Go ahead and roll a wrinkle test. That seems totally appropriate. Man, Roland, I wish you were in this car so bad. Why? I would die. Because you could drive and I could get the big gun. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, well that's two successes. Uh, you're up against an eight. Yeah, it's near and I can count neither. Ah. Uh, so, Kinsey, you roll down the window. You tumble out of it, rolling onto the ground. Uh, one part of the ground like raises up by you, and you roll to the side, and then the other part side like raises up as well. You kind of stand back and realize you know you haven't fallen onto the body of this wasset, and you start like uh, uh, like eyeing it, looking around, and then you try to kind of like poke it with your bayonet, not like sharp like you're trying to stab it, but you're trying to like get underneath because you know like it's a little like more tender on the bottom side because that's like not the side that faces any of the rest of the like living creatures. You try to get your bayonet underneath, but like part of its like body just slams down and pushes your rifle to the ground and like it takes you your whole turn to like pull the rifle away from its body and you're not able to kind of get anywhere to make it kind of react. Fair enough. Um, but I'm still going to give you a grit because that was really clever. And, and even though it didn't work out, good job. Uh, Pax, you're up. Um, so how chomped is like, does it like, is it like, are we talking about the like T-Rex on top of the upside down car in Jurassic Park eaten? Or like, um, is it, is it more like it's just like chomping and and I could like maybe like drive or reverse or something. Uh, so your car is grappled. Um, so you can attempt to break the grapple with a drive test um, if you'd like. Uh, you'll be at a minus two uh, ba- based on the, the quality of the grapple. Um, and then um, you also, oh no, minus three. You're at a minus three. Um, and then your, uh, vehicle, I think is damaged enough to have a penalty. So that's going to be a minus four total. Uh, so you'd be at a minus four. It would be at a plus three. Uh, and that's your, your vehicle is considered grappled by this attack, which like, isn't impossible. I'm just saying like, that's, that's the situation you find yourself in. That's kind of the mechanical explanation of how, how bad your car is. Basically it's like lifted up. Um, it's moving around. So like the tires do like bump around along the ground. This thing's mouth isn't quite large enough to like large enough to like swallow the truck whole. So it's like kind of munching and moving around. So like your front tire like touches and like your back tire, like your front and your back tire touches. And then like this one tire that's not in the mouth, like touches like that kind of thing. As you're being like slammed around and rocked around, as this thing's trying to like get its jaws around the front of the car. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna undo my seatbelt, climb out through the back window, 
uh, and get Miguel's gun out. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm going to have you... I don't think I'm going to have you roll for it, but I would call it probably a focus action to get all the way in the back and pull out, like, Miguel's gun. Do you want to get off the truck as well, or do you want to stay on, like, in the bed of the truck? No, I'm going to stand, exa- like, on the, like, basically the hood of the truck. Cool. Yeah, so right now you get t- kind of to the back where you have, like, the, the hatch where you pull out Miguel's giant, like, mini gun. Uh, yeah. And then you step up, your, your like, left foot is on, like, the back of the cab as, like, the car is kind of tilted downward and your right foot is, like, back on the bed of the, ca- uh, bed of the truck. And you're, like, you get, like, the strap on and you're ready, like, next turn to, like, let it rip with this gun. Cool. Um, so then I also want to pick up all my shit. So, like... Like all of my, my, like the bag of 36 spurs and the, um, like all of like the important stuff that we have that I can as like a quick action, as many things as I can pick up, I'd like to. Well, you used your focus action to get the gun, so you only have free actions left. But I would let you grab like the 32 spurs and like maybe like one other small thing uh, sure. as, you're, as you're climbing out of the cab because the spurs would be there and like you can yeah. grab like, you know, your general gear as you kind of climb back to grab like the more specialized large gear that you would have in the back of the car. Cool. And now I would like to double down. Okay. You spend four grit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's your turn again. Great. I'm going to shoot the shit out of this thing. Okay. (laughs) All right. Cool. So. Oh, dear. uh, I could have rolled better. Um, I will give you a minus one. Um. Uh, given that you're kind of like balancing on the on the truck as it's like moving around, uh, you don't have exactly even footing, so you do have a little bit of a situational modifier. Um, sure, but just a minus one, and you're up against a seven. I have a question that I'm sure is um, yes, but uh, does it know I'm here? Yes. <laughs> it knows the truck is here. Does it know I'm here? Yes. <laughs> All, right. All right. It was worth a shot. It's. It's, <laughs> it's a sneak attack. It's like, ooh, fun, a truck to eat. Oh, no, a person! <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, all right. Um, and uh, it has rotating barrels full auto and and belt fed. Okay. Okay. I don't know if any of those do anything. Um, the full auto gives you a reliability. Yeah, uh, and, and I mean, the, I'm looking at the stats. I just wanted to make sure that. Yeah, and the rotating barrels gives you accuracy. Yeah, okay. Cool, let's do it. Yeah, then you fire uh, three shots, and you're up against a seven, like I said. Um, okay, all right, all right. Uh, what's the accuracy? Okay. Three. Okay. Um, oh, it has a reliability, though. Okay. Uh, um, what is that? Uh, I'm going to... Oh, hey. I should move us into initiative time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play to the gallery. Oh, wait. That doesn't make any sense. 
Okay, never mind. Uh, I have three net hits. I have a 14 high. Or 13, uh, 13 Okay, you got how many net successes? Three. Okay, you can count them all? Uh, yes, I can. How much damage is that? So it's three piercing, um, and, uh, 21 damage. Okay. And I have spent five of the 80 bullets that are in this gun. All right, yeah. Um, so, Kinsey, you're trying to get, like, your, your bayonet under there. Roland, you're getting to your feet and seeing what's happening. And then, like, you can't quite see your friends because, like, your eyes haven't adjusted quite yet. Um, and then you just see, like, the muzzle flare light up of Miguel Reyes's gun as packs just unload, just coating the ground. Kinsey, you jump back as, as the bullets strip in front of you. Um, and uh, you see, like, uh, blood shoot up from the ground at, with each, like, shot as uh, she gets a hearty hit on this thing uh, and it lets out like a like a an echoing like screech uh, which like makes the truck like kind of like fall around a little bit as it like is still kind of stuck in the mouth and uh, now it's the Wasset's turn she's gonna eat my car <laughs> it is kill it is gonna eat your car gonna kill this thing so bad do I, um, does he get to, it, can I, so even though I'm not rolling, can I spend grit on it? Oh, what, to bamboozle? Yeah. I mean, if you want to, yeah. Yeah, I that's, do? okay. Okay. How much do you bamboozle it by? Just one. It's all the grit I have. Okay. Ah, uh, the tables have turned. <laughs> I don't see you spending grit, Roland. <laughs> Uh, Pax, your car takes another 14 damage uh, with 6 piercing, which I know your toughness is 7, you said, so the damage is reduced to 7, 6 of which goes directly to the car's hit points, 1 goes to the armor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Does my car have overflow? There's no way our car is dead. Eh? Yeah, there's no way. Damage. Yeah, how much, what's your car's body? Eight? Yeah, your car has 32 hit points. Oh! Okay. <laughs> cars, Wait. much like vehicles, can never truly be killed, except <laughs> through, like, dedicated application of attacks. Okay, so... It had 32, it took 6 damage, and now it takes 6 more damage. Yep. So it has 20. Oh, I feel way better now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cars cars and, and uh, beasts work on a different scale than than uh, people. They have uh, twice as many hit points, basically. Yeah, I basically saw the body stat and was like, oh no, that's all the hit, all the hit points I have. I just, uh, I thought I had eight hit points with like 16 armor and was like, no. Uh, so, um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, double down with the Wasset. Mean. <laughs> everyone, everyone can have a grit. Each one of you. Now I can't die. Uh, and, uh, Pax, your car takes another 
exact same damage. 14, six of which is piercing, so you turn it to seven, and then six of that is, it goes straight to hit points, and one of it goes to armor. Okay. Uh, as, like, Pax, you kind of fall, like, elbow first into the back of the cab and, like, have to hold on it for dear life as the nose of the truck almost becomes vertical and this thing is, like, trying to, like, get a bite off of this car <laughs> as its body, like, thrashes around. Um, uh, and Kinsey, you pull back. And, uh, Kinsey, oh, no, Roland, it is your turn. Yeah, um, so I, like, fly out of the car, I skid to a stop, I, like, push myself up, look around, look at my body, like, check for wounds, see the ground erupt, and, like, start coming down on the car, hear the gunshots, um, and then it's Pax's turn, because I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're using, um, uh, what's the talent? Leadership. Uh, and you give your turn to uh, Pax. How do you uh, how do you spur Pax in the moment? Um, I think it maybe she just catches me in the corner of her eye, just like, what? How? That's, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Pax, you're 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 like elbow slams into the car. You hold on for dear life as it like goes vertical, and then it starts to bend back down. And that in that moment, you manage to like get a little bit of a lay of the land. You see Kinsey pulling back with his bayonet out at the ready, and then you look out in the distance. You see like the headlights kind of shine up, and you see that Roland is fine. Um, uh, the like lights on his uh, grab stability harness kind of like dimming as uh, as you see him, and he's just like in a state of shock. And like he he like makes eye contact with you, and that like. That like gives you the burst of energy you need to like stand up and uh, what do you do with your turn? That Roland. Well, is I know exactly you. where he is, so I don't have to worry about shooting him, and I continue shooting. Fair enough. Uh, and also, you know, I was inspired by his look and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, oh. your knowledge that I am safe gives you everything you need to keep fighting. <laughs> all right, you are up against uh, nine. Uh, oh wait, uh, I have a reliability, I have two reliability, alright, alright, ah, I have two reliability, okay, I, I got two net hits, I have 13 high, oh wait, 13's my target, okay, sorry, uh, okay, no, I still have two net hits, Never mind. All right, how much damage is that? 14 with three piercing. Okay. Um, yeah, you you just start lighting up again, tearing up the ground, blood shooting out. This thing like lets out a shriek. The truck falls down on all of its wheels. It still has the front uh, like left wheel in its mouth. Um, but it's like grip is a little looser now as it um, as it like thrashes around a little more lazily. Kinsey, you know this thing is on its last leg and it is your turn. I've already got the rifle out, so I might as well take a shot. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Kinsey, you are up against a six. I am going to play to the gallery. Okay. Because that makes these two sixteens explode. Now it's twenty. That one's also a 20. That's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Well, you won't misfire off of re-rolled uh, yes, 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 yes. Even so, uh, that is... Net. Um, yeah, so you said you got 216, so that's two net successes at least. That's enough damage to kill it. Uh, Kinsey, how do you finish it off? Um, so I, I tried digging at it with the bayonet, and at some point, I, with packs firing off shots in the distance, I was like... Oh, Oh fuck it! And I'll just pull pull the tree right next to it. And <laughs> just, and shoot just, the damn thing. Yeah. So it, it like lets it lets down the truck and like its body kind of arcs up and it kind of gives you that angle where you could maybe stab at it and make it let go. But at this point, it's like you're like, nah, this is done. And you just like yeah. you just push in with the bayonet and pull the shot. And it like this big loud shot shoots out through this thing and there's like a big like ripple effect through the ground as it convulses and then the truck finally like settles and and then the ground stops moving and the dust kind of like starts settling and the wasset is dead and all of you can have a grit for surviving a dangerous situation <laughs> can i can i would like to skin this one <laughs> yeah give ourselves some wasset heart I mean, that will probably take a little bit of time. It's pretty big, and, you know, you have to, like, kind of dig it up a little bit before you can actually start skinning it. I mean, we've, we've got to change the tire anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do have one flat tire. Um, and then however much damage is on the car. Yeah. But the car will ride with damage on it, right? Mm -hmm. So I just need to fix the tire. Uh, no, I mean, so, yeah, you can, you can try and patch up the, the tire, um, but, uh, ultimately, like, the damage still gives you negatives. The, the tire gives you negatives, too. You can drive with one flat tire. Basically, the car has a ton of negatives. You can spend some time working on it to get it back up to, uh, no negatives. You can spend a little bit of time just patching up the tire and letting the rest of the car be on like be pretty damaged it's up to you kinsey's gonna spend a little bit of time skinning this thing it sounds like but communicate communicating amongst yourselves yeah um why don't we well let's let's change the tire first of all and then if uh kinsey lord of the badlands is still skinning a wasset what a wild sentence i've just said that is true um <laughs> We can, uh, you know, we can maybe patch up the truck a little bit more before we get going. Sure. Yeah. Did you guys, did you guys see that? Did you see what happened to me? Did anyone? Uh, I was a little no. distracted by the ground coming up and, you know, eating us. I got launched 30 lateral feet through <laughs> the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's a... Uh... Wait, you should be dead. Yes, well done on surviving that. I'm glad um, you're not, but like, you should be dead. Well, I, you know, 
I'm, it's all thanks to my trusty crab stability harness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone looks looked at me weird in, in sort of the Alanistead crime community when I said, you know, I'll, I, I need a grab stability harness. And they were all like, what do you even need that for? All you do is grifts and stuff. I said, you never know. Who's laughing now? <laughs> well, probably them since you're dead, but. Sure. <laughs> but like, oh if you were alive and they saw it. Maybe, maybe still them, but probably, probably still them. Yeah. I don't, listen, I feel good about this purchase, and I can't <laughs> be convinced otherwise. Let's change a tire. Okay. <laughs> All right, roll in packs if you want to try working on. So you can, um, you have to expend a machinery cube uh, to patch up the tire and get rid of the negative effect. That's just done. Okay. Um, uh, if you want to try and repair some of the damage done to the vehicle, uh, you can roll machinery as well as spend a machinery cube. Uh, Kinsey, okay. if you're trying to skin this wasset, uh, I will need you to roll a survival check for me. Joel, sure. Can uh, I so... use my knowledge? Uh, no, no. This is this is practical skill, not knowledge. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so I'll go ahead and spend a machinery cube. I'll okay. take the cube and just round it out. Put it where the tire goes. That's not how it works. Um, <laughs> uh, you no, pull yeah, out a like, bundle of know, supplies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, so that's done. And then I'll, I'll spend another cube and we can see how much we can fix on this. Okay, Pax, if you want to assist Roland, you can. You roll machinery. Um, you Just by expending a cube to regain hit points on the vehicle, it heals up three. Uh, and then however many successes you get. I thought, it, I thought it was more on vehicles. I'm pretty sure it's just three. I think you're thinking of a talent that makes it even better. Maybe? There's a talent that makes it six. Oh, okay. Then that's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, I got I got one hit. Yeah, I'm thinking of the, the talent. Cool. All right, you get a plus one roll. So these two hits mean we heal five damage. Yes. Nice. Uh, Kinsey, how many successes did you get on um, skinning? About three hits for this water type. Nice. Okay. Um, Kinsey, you can put in your inventory a standard quality wasset hide. <laughs> um uh, Roland and Pax, if you want to keep working on the on the truck, I think before Kinsey is done, you could have another roll. Yeah, uh, well, I'll spend another cube. Okay, so that automatically heals three on top of the five, so you're at eight regained so far. Um, I I don't I don't help. Oh wait, I have a reroll. Hold on, I might help. Nope, still don't help. Okay. Pax is, like, rearranging the stuff that got all dislodged at this point. It's not helping regain it. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, we heal three more hit points. Because you also missed? <laughs> regular three. Okay, so... <laughs> a total of eight uh, hit points is restored to the vehicle by the time that Kinsey is done okay. skinning this wasset. You kind of pull the vehicle off to the side, get the new tire on, start patching it up, like, you know, uh, hammering out, like, the frame again to get the front a little bit right. You replace, like, the headlight uh, by, like, you know, crafting a new one from your supplies. Um, and then uh, 
uh, all the while, like off in the distance, like like from the light of the headlights, Kinsey is just like, looks like he's ripping up parts of the ground um, as he's like feeling out the body of this wasset and like skinning the top part of the hide to like pull it up. And there's just like bloody mess behind him as he does. Um, and, um, by the time you're done with it, Kinsey, you have, like, basically, uh, four sections of well-skinned, uh, wasset hide, which, uh, amounts to one standard quality wasset hide. Yeah. Um, uh, uh yeah, see. actually, for, for, uh, just so we remember, Kinsey, put it as, uh, quantity four. Sure. Uh, that way you, we know that it's, like, four sections of wasset hide. Heard. You've desecrated this wasset as a warning to others who might try and eat us. Uh, is if I could, I would like everyone to roll a an observe test at a minus two. Uh, is the minus two because it's dark? Nope, the minus two is because you're distracted. Okay, because I I do have clear sight. I get it. <laughs> Um, I have an eight high. Got a four high. Uh, I've got a seven. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, Pax, uh, everyone else gets uh, uh, the thing you were trying to notice gets two net successes over you, but Pax, it only gets one. Um, so, as you're kind of finishing up, uh, fixing up the. Uh, 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 fixing up the the back of the truck, Roland's kind of finishing like the latest leg of of patching up the car. Kinsey is folding up his um uh, his wasset hide uh, next to a giant mound of like just exposed wasset flesh. Um, uh, Pax, you hear movement um, in the shadows, uh, and you kind of like bolt up and you look. And you can't quite see what it is. Um, and then uh, Kinsey, just a few moments after Pax is kind of looking around, and like Roland, you notice Pax is looking off in the distance too, so you kind of look that way as well. And then uh, several feet to both of your right, where Kinsey is, like you two are looking in one direction, and then um, uh, Kinsey, you're finishing up folding up your last bit of wasset hide, and then you get uh, basically launched forward. Um, <laughs> uh, and you take eight damage with no armor piercing. Um, have I healed my damage from my little? Uh, no, because you haven't rested up yet. And I'm sorry, how much piercing was it? No piercing. No piercing, eight damage? Yep. All right. That's fine. Uh, so you, I assume, Kinsey, you let out some kind of shout as you're launched forward and you feel this, like, scrape against your back, like, tearing into your armor knocking the wind out of you, you drop your wasset hide and fly into the dirt, um, scampering to your feet. Um, and you see... Uh? Good lord. This in front of you. No, 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 no. 
no, 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 no. A large, uh, a very large cat-like creature made out of like stony, thin, razor-sharp spines. Uh, it's it's like quilled hide, kind of like raising up uh, aggressively. It snarls at you. Um, it's razor-sharp claws, like digging into the ground as it gets ready to pounce on you again. Uh, and I need everyone to roll initiative a second time. <laughs> I think this episode might be called Welcome to the Badlands. <laughs> it's like all the animals in the Badlands just like waiting for us. <laughs> Do they want to collect the bounty? <laughs> they know you're alive. <laughs> oh, I get it. This is the part of Phantom Menace when they go through the planet core and there's always, <laughs> there's always a bigger beastie. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, so. Did anyone get better than a five? I got a six. Kinsey goes to seven. Why? Why is it always one more than me? <laughs> Welcome to my whole life in Shadowrun, Addy. <laughs> All right, and Roland? Uh, I got a five. Okay. Uh, what's your awareness? Five. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Kinsey, yeah, you, you scramble to your feet, you see this, uh, creature snarling and, and, uh, moving towards you, its quills, like, quivering, um, uh, kind of glinting against the, uh, light of the, uh, headlights. What do you do? Do I know what this creature is? Yeah, go ahead and roll a survival check for me. Yes, I'd like to do that. And you can have your uh, explore, your experienced yes, traveler. My, my experience tra- Bring up your Pokedex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is. How many successes? Sorry, three successes. All right. Um, yeah. So this uh, you can identify as a cactus cat. Um, uh, they are um, usually solitary hunters. Occasionally they hunt in pairs, um, and uh, they have this sharp, razor sharp, quilled uh, hide um, that you know if you if like it kind of works as a defensive maneuver. Like if you were to try to go in and like stab this thing or like do any kind of like close combat with it, there's a very good chance you get speared with it. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, so it's pretty likely that this thing's hunting alone. You assume that it was drawn to the, uh, scent of, like, the, the skinned wasset, um, and possibly, or and not necessarily solely drawn to that. You assume, given the fact that you've already established that this is probably a somewhat of a wasset field, this cactus cat probably scavenges this field frequently at night, um, eating the scraps of what the wassets leave behind, um, kind of avoiding them along the way. Uh, and so you think it just couldn't help itself because there is a whole friggin' wasset there that it could eat. Uh, I'd like to, um, this one's going to try to get me. I, I'm, I'd like to pull out 
a flashlight, if I may. Okay. I'm going to try and sort of flash the light back and forth across its face while making sort of a sound. And I'm going to try and, and convince it to not attack us. I want to seem more threatening than I am. Sure. And I'm going to be using Wrangle. Sure. Go ahead and roll Wrangle. Uh, you make yourself as big as you possibly can you uh turn your flashlight all the way on this brightest setting and you start like kind of like jabbing it at this thing's face and like stepping towards it aggressively uh to try and uh turn the tide of the of the fight and make it a little more uh scared of you than maybe i'd like to i'd also like to bamboozle it three times oh man I gotta tell you, if you hadn't bamboozled me, <laughs> uh, if you hadn't bamboozled me, you would not be up against a two. <laughs> hey, I like that. I do have one success over a two. Just one success. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, Kinsey, uh, you, it's like getting ready to pounce at you and then you like shine your light and you start like hissing and like making like, like very loud, like huff noises as you like bolster yourself up and like, like make it look like you're jabbing at it with the light. And it like, it does pull back and like take a few steps back as it like tries to get like a better look at you. And it's like trying to figure out exactly what you are. Um, and it seems like it's either less likely to attack you or at least will attack you with some kind of penalty as it's a bit intimidated by you. Um, but it doesn't run off yet. The the score is too good. Um, <laughs> Pax, you're up. Um, yeah. How smart am I? Um, yeah, so, uh, I'm gonna yell for Roland to just get in the car. I assume he will listen to me. Um, and I will grab some, like, I'm gonna reach down into the earth and grab some, like, hamburger wasset from the gun. <laughs> And just like throw it right in front of, like right to the left, or like <laughs> just so it is facing away from Kinsey. And then I'm gonna yell at Kinsey to get in the freaking truck. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what kind of role that is, but I'm pretty good at throwing stuff. So hopefully it works out. Ultimately, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a wrangle. No, I disagree. <laughs> it's very important the placement of said meat. <laughs> I I would let you roll range though because it's not really about that and more about like getting the creature's attention and and like kind of communicating with this creature like in in a way. I will let you roll range but only at a minus 4. Wait, you're going to let me roll ranged at a minus 4? Yes. Or or wrangle. Or wrangle. Uh, is it reduced effect if it's ranged? No, not really. Oh, okay, great. The reduced then effect is the that. minus four. <laughs> right oh, that's the fine, mouth. then. 
Yes, I just smack it in the face with- Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you're doing, right? It's not- now it's not about, like, communicating with this thing. It's about getting enough meat close enough to that thing's mouth that it can't help but pay attention. <laughs> yeah. I want to take, like, a big old chunk of it and just throw it. And I, I want to do that, so... I get it. Alright, you're up against um, an eight. Okay. Okay. I can beat that. Do I beat it? Um, is there any reliability on uh, Wasip? I mean, is you do you have a natural you have a natural reliability if your finesse is? Oh, I do have a natural reliability. There is reliability on Wasip. You're telling me this is an excellent quality Wasip hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have. Ugh. Also an eight. Am I the aggressor? Yes. <laughs> You're right. literally throwing something at this cactus cat. All right. I have I have two eight. So you get two net successes. I was hoping for a nine, because then it would be like for sure. So, so yeah, uh, Kinsey, you're flashing the light at this thing. Uh, you hear Pax yell to Roland to get in the car, and then like you glance to the side and you see Pax kind of like skid to her knees and just like scoop up a giant mass of like wasset uh, meat from like the skinned wasset, and then just like huck it. <laughs> like with both arms and it like lands and like hits the arms and the shoulder of like the cactus cat and it jumps back and looks towards her but like there's like a little bit of like blood spittled up onto its face and it's like and it like takes a bite of it and like tears it apart and Kinsey you actually see an opening uh, in which it might um uh it, it might be distracted enough that it, it won't uh, attack you and you might be able to get away um at that point it is the cactus cat's turn uh, and it will spend its turn eating some meat and snar yes! and and snarling <laughs> at Kinsey. It's like scared enough at Kinsey that it's like it's like looking at him, but it's like also like I want to eat this off my. Oh, I'm gonna get you. And it's like it's like not like f jumping at you, but it's like kind of skirting around and like chewing on some of the meat. Um, and uh, Roland, it is your turn. Great. Uh, I will slam the car into gear, drive up to Kinsey, shout at him, tell this cat's Bennigan's closed, get in the car, Kinsey. <laughs> All right, Roland, take a grit. <laughs> Uh, Pax also take a grip for hucking a bunch of meat at a cactus yeah. cat. <laughs> just, just winging it. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so yeah, uh, yeah, you can use your focus action to get in the car, kick it into gear, drive it up to where Kinsey and Pax are, pop the door open and give your one-liner. <laughs> uh, and Kinsey, it's your turn. Uh, yeah, Kinsey's in pretty much immediately still, still waving the pick up the last bit of wasset hide and then leap into the back. <laughs> you grab your, your wasset hide and then jump into the into the truck. Pax, it's your turn. I I will Yeah, I get I just I'll just jump on the car, yeah, for sure. I mean you can jump in the car, the door's open. Well, I was debating whether or not I boot Roland from the driver's seat or not. So um, but we can, we can. Now's not the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay, so you hop, you hop onto the car as well. Uh, 
the, hmm, let me roll the thing. Yeah, the cactus cat, as you kind of jump in the car, it like pulls back away from that, jumps on the other side of the wasset and is like watching you closely. And like you all kind of get in the car and it starts like moving a little bit closer, like smelling some of the meat, but watching you as it does. Uh, and then it gets back around to your guys' turn. We can drop out of initiative as uh, Roland. Uh, I shift dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> drive away. You drive away. I put down my night vision goggles. <laughs> Sure. And I tell, and I look for wasps. Yeah. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I know they're under the ground. Yeah, go ahead and roll uh, an observe test for me. Oh, man. Can, can I assist her by telling her what she's doing? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sorry, is that that's observe, right? Yes. Uh, Kinsey, you will be at a minus two. It's dark now. That's just that. <laughs> that's a terrible roll. Uh, you guys are up against a 10. Take a plus three pack. Alright, plus whatever bonus you get from your uh, night vision for... Uh, oh, wait, if it, if, sorry, if it's a 10, does that count? Oh, no, you, you, you don't, you don't have to, you're point. assisting, so you don't have to worry about net successes, you just are giving you said you bonuses. guys, so I wasn't sure. Alright, yes. All of you. Collectively, this affects all of you. <laughs> um, it is a it's a night vision goggle um, standard quality, so I think plus it one. just lets me see at night. No, it oh, you, it's a plus one. Yeah, so you add a total of plus five to your observe test. Oh, okay, because, great. Uh, Kinsey, what do you do? So you see Pax pull down. She's looking frantically around for like any more yeah. danger. And look. You're not looking for color. You're looking for texture. Find find something that doesn't match the texture of the ground. Every, everything is green, but I... Okay, I got it. <laughs> Everything's green when I uh, look through these. And, 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 and avoid plants. They don't, they don't like to stay by bushes and things. It, 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 so you're looking for... Don't look away from the plants. It's like a kind of scaly texture. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, what do you get? I have a 15. Okay, so you get one net success. Uh, so basically, um, uh, you're, uh, the two of you are are watching. Um, Kinsey, you're looking and kind of describing to Pax. Pax, you're looking with the night vision goggles. Um, uh, you kind of shout in to Roland, like, go nearby plants. Um, and <laughs> then... Um, uh, for the bushes. Yeah, Roland, you're driving, and then Pax, you shout out, "Stop!" <laughs> um, and Kinsey and Pax, I need you to either roll athletics or gymnastics for me as Roland slams on the brakes. Is this contested? No, no. This is just seeing how well you deal with the fact that you're standing in the back of a truck that just slammed on the brakes. Got a hive and eleven. I guess it doesn't matter. It's not. You yeah, just, I just need to know how many you got. Two. 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 Okay. Cool. Packs. Four. 
Four. Sweet. Both of you are able to stay. Uh, Kinsey kind of like rides up on the back of the cab, but you're able to stop from like flying Whoa. all the way over. Uh, Pax actually grabs the back of your belt to keep you in place and like pulls you back to your feet as she's able to kind of keep herself stable. Uh, and uh, you have slammed on the brakes, Roland, and uh, you the headlights are right in front of you and like you just see the ground just go like... <laughs> just a slight shift. I'm gonna just shift into reverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pull back a little Cut bit. All the way to the right. Around. <laughs> yeah, and at this point, you guys can like all get in the cab if you want. You can change drivers, whatever you want. Um, at this point, you know what you're looking for, and uh, you're you're able to kind of start navigating your way to a place where Kinsey feels like basically Kinsey. You find some high ground. You're like, okay, this is gonna be a place where we can set up camp. If there, even if there's wasps that's on all side of us, we should be fine. Um, so you guys can like set up camp and then uh, 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 you know be ready. Unless you want to drive through the wasp infested lands at night, still. Nope, nope. Okay. Best idea. So yeah, you're able if you want, you can pull up uh, and set up camp in an area where Kinsey's pretty sure is a safe spot. Um, pull up the car, turn on the headlights, and get out. And uh, you know. You kind of like breathe in those that Badlands air, having just survived uh, uh, a wasset infested area and a cactus cat ambush. This place sucks. Well, I mean, yeah, to be fair, there's not a whole gang of psychopaths trying to kill us every moment. I didn't say it was worse than the garden. I said it sucked. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I don't know, I guess, like, yeah. I'm glad cats eat meat. Oh my god, what if it had been a vegetarian? I guess it would have been <laughs> If it had been a vegetarian, Well, we have lots of vegetables in the truck. It could have been that. I don't know. <laughs> sure. I'm gonna go to bed. I haven't slept. Yeah, in two days. me too. I, I mean, I slept really great last night, but like, uh, yeah. I guess I guess I'll keep watch for a little bit and just make sure there's no more of those cat things or that another giant wasset figures out a way to get up here or I don't know. Are there like other like the like I don't know. There's a lot of nature in it. It's all mean. <laughs> I mean, to Nate, you're the one that's invading its territory, so it's kind of our own fault. What? Well, I, I don't think that's. I don't think that's true. I don't think it's our fault. I think that's a, a disproportionate response to just sort of passing through. And and literally, all they're trying to do is. Like, that's it. Yeah, but also... I felt very aggressive is the thing. <laughs> City folk. <laughs> <laughs> and then the camera pans up to show the two... <laughs> The two moons and the and the asteroid belt of manifest over the clear Badlands sky. And that's <laughs> where we'll end this session. <laughs> <laughs>